Oh, we, yeah. do. We, we do. That's what we Okay, here we go. This is number 70? Yeah, number 70. Go. Oh, yeah. Number 7-0. Okay, yeah, I like it. Whiskey right, right on your left. Right, right on my left. left. Oh, right on your feet. Good tune. I like it. Hot thing. Is that what it's called? <laughs> That's what it's called. Hot oh. thing. At the end of the song, they tell you where you can go get a really good chicken sandwich. <laughs> oh man! Or we just ask Gary; he'll tell us. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. Hey, welcome. I've heard there's a certain gay bar down in Dallas that serves a really good chicken good sandwich. Chicken sa- That's what we've sandwich. been told. Yeah, we've all heard that too. And I like gay people, so <laughs> you do drive a Tesla. <laughs> you do. <Yeah. laughs> Cheers to the gay community for their fantastic chicken sandwiches. Yes. Oh, and their support. And their I, I support. think we have one gay follower. Do we? Do we? Yeah, making Ooh. our 23rd. Please tell us follower. who that is. I can't say. Oh. <laughs> we aim to be a very diverse show. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was evidenced by our comments on TikTok this last week. Well, yeah, and evident oh. by the fact that we have a couple of Californians on the show tonight. Oh, <laughs> oh man. It's like dropping dropped them it in the hot. grease. Already yeah. started. Oh, yes. my God. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. So, we hey, great time tonight, guys. <laughs> yeah, thanks, thanks for having us. It's been thanks awesome. Thanks for, for coming out. Appreciate y'all. Uh, no, but seriously, with us tonight. Yeah, why don't you tell us who's yeah, here, Savage? Yeah. Take the, so, we take have the lead. Chris Kelly. Yeah. And then we have. That sounds like an outlaw name. It really does. It's a badass Chris name. Kind of does. What if I tell you it's Christopher Patrick Kelly? Ooh, not now so you much sound now. like an Irish. Why are you saying it like that? Now you yeah. sound like a serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And then we also have Kyle. Just Kyle. 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 Just Kyle. No. Just Kyle. <laughs> Hoover. Kyle by God Hoover. <laughs> also sounds like a cool Western. Oh, cool. Yeah. Name. Thank you. Yeah. Well, What's your middle we name? In, if we so get into movie production, we'll keep y'all in mind. <laughs> so you might have seen these guys around town. Yep. They You've are been up to the square. Mm-hmm. They're the owners. Is that right to say? Owners? Mm-hmm. Of, yep. uh, if oh, you yeah. haven't seen yeah. them, if you haven't seen them, you've damn sure smelled them around town. Yeah. That's fair. Glorious. We'll tell you why. Yeah. And it's That's a good fair. smell. We we condone. Yes. That odor, it is. We condone it. So consider it an aroma pleasing unto the Lord. Oh. Exactly Absolutely. right. Let's be yeah. honest. Wow, and it, we're and getting it, deep now. Why and would it he, goes right? great with the other two <laughs> smells of the square? Do you, do you know what those two square two smells are of the square besides y'all? Wait, which way is the wind blowing? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. So it's usually Trinity Smells, Street coffee yeah. brewing, or well, being roasted, roasted. Yes, and not then brewing. Sweetie yep. pies, yeah. Well, I was going. Well, sweetie pies, yes. But I was also going to say roosters. You can usually smell some of their cookings. In the back too, yeah, but, yeah. but you are right on sweetie pies, yeah. So you have the Ezra Zion of, cigars, people. Yes, Ezra Zion. No, not only just a cigar lounge, but a cigar maker. Bar. Is that yeah. not cigar bar? Yeah, yeah, cigar bar. That's the technical. But term. is that the right terminology for somebody who makes cigars? Are you a cigar maker? Uh, yeah, yeah, manufacturer. Okay. Yeah. There you go. No, okay, no, yeah, right on. Nice. So I yeah, mean, but, I just thought there'd be some other term. And at any given moment, the square yeah. could smell like coffee. Cigar, tobacco, steak. and beef steak. Mm. That's where I, mean, I want to. That's where I want to be. Right? That's where I want to be. Yeah, mm. yeah. It sounds like America. <laughs> it does. It's, that's right. That's the smell of freedom. Smell of God's <laughs> goodness. Yes. Smell of. <laughs> Doc, don't touch the fucking camera. Yep. Whatever you do, 
It's perfect now. Okay, I know. I'm it looking is. at them. It looks great. <laughs> yeah. Can you, you hand me the bottle so I can talk about uh, the bottle that you fingered the, away oh, from me? Yes. Oh, really? You're going to drop them into the greases? Or yeah, right, right now. Right, right now. We, man, we started Jeez, off with this really damn. nice uh, 128 proof Woodford Reserve special mm. release. Very tasty. That's all we're going to say about Woodford Reserve because they've yep. been pussies and haven't come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Been invited. But they're good whiskey. They backed out on They're good whiskey. It was good. It was good. I feel very warm. <laughs> very warm. Yes. I, I took a couple sips and I had to go back and look at the bottle. I was like, what? Pretty, <laughs> whoa, okay. That explains it, yeah. You know, it's it is, not it's almost winter, so you've got to worry about that core temperature standing. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's good. <laughs> That's right. Awesome. Uh, so let's let's get into uh, Ezra Zion. So where where did that name come from? That's that's not a Wow, well, you just unique, jump, just right? jump right, right into it. Right off into it, yeah. Jump right just in. Just right into the deep end. Deep end. Well, same he, way with the whiskey. That's where we I mean, go. We can save it for oh, last. Oh, and I'll tell you, yeah. Heath, uh, Savage Bro, asked the easy questions. Easy questions. Oh, does he? Yeah. 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 The layups. Like, how did, where did the name come from? That's pretty yeah. easy. Pretty easy. Yeah. Ahead, well, when, when we first started uh, thinking about coming into the industry and everything else, obviously, you have to, uh, you have to incorporate, right? You have to have a business name. So we didn't... We didn't think that the name that we were going to be using for the actual entity was going to be the name of the cigar brand and the cigar manufacturing process and everything else since then. And so uh, not too long before that happened, um, Kyle and Tanya lost their son, Ezra. And my wife and I lost our daughter, Coco Zion. And so we decided to name it Ezra Zion LLC. What a tribute, yeah. Yeah, so then that way we can pay honor you know, to, to the two families, to the two children and yeah. everything else. And they would be a part of it as our living children are, mm-hmm. you know. That name always time. lives on. Exactly. That's wow. awesome. So, wow. Yeah. I mean, there you go. it's like right off the bat, I'm like, yeah, crying. just right yeah. in the field. Yeah. <laughs> right? We haven't even got past the intro, and you all just like so. Yeah, let me just kick you in the junk. Yeah. And Could you have done some right homework, Keith? No, uh-huh. <laughs> no. We went from you guys wow. being from California to straight up. Sorry. Wow. So this is <laughs> actually that round that out a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So this is absolutely coming from the heart. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And it and it started just like that. You know, when Kyle originally had his idea that. Uh, you know, he, he thought that we should get into the industry. This is all the way back in 2009, 2010. Okay. And, um, you know, he's like, hey, let's go to lunch. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about this. He goes, I got this crazy idea, man. Like, what's that? Because he comes up with some crazy ideas. True. You know, he's an artist. <laughs> he's a published author. He's a recorded artist. So he's very artsy. Okay. And uh, he goes, man, I think we should make cigars. Because we'd I mean, always get together and hang out. Yeah. You're always yeah, I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for it. <laughs> yeah. Barbecuing, Thanks, you know, barbecuing, smoking cigars, getting together, you know, hanging out, coffee, cigars, and everything else. And I go, man, that's freaking fantastic. How do we do it? And he's like, I got no idea. Mm. <laughs> that started the entire endeavor right there. Yep. That's oh, a wow. good way to get started, though. So how... Yeah. How do you do it? Yeah, how did you get started? Let's let's. How much let's time we got on this show, man? No, we because got it was a long process. We got plenty. Want. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So start from the beginning. Yeah, there's not many. Yeah, there's not many like straight white male Americans that you would think that. Hey, we're gonna start. You, we would think South America, Cuba, um, right. even Africa, as far as tobaccos go, that we're where you're gonna find big cigar uh, labels from. Mm. You guys have really. Gone the script. Uh, that, yeah, yeah, but who actually thinks that? Who who thinks? Yeah. Well, I mean, if I you look at gonna... if you look at names on cigars, it's they're Latin oriented. Right. I mean, you're sitting around like smoking up what, uh, you know, 
CAO or something. Mm, You're like, I think drop. I can do better than this. Yeah. And there's a lot of competition already going out there. So tell us how it happens. Call up your bro in like Nicaragua. Or okay. So, so start with y'all were in California in flip flops. <laughs> yeah. 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 No. <laughs> Chicken sandwiches, the whole thing, right? Yeah. 100%. <laughs> No, so just like Chris just said. Keep looking over there real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm bleeding out. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, uh, like Chris said, getting together all the time, uh, families hanging out, you know, go after church, barbecue, cigars, and everything else. We just smoked a lot of cigars yeah. all the time. It was like our thing, yeah. right? So if we'd had a podcast, it'd have been like Cigar Bros, but that wasn't, yeah. a, that wasn't even like a thing back then. I think there, it's there available barely still. None of that. Yeah. Now yeah. everybody has one. Now yeah. you need Cigar Bros because yeah. you're part of everybody. Mm. Yeah. This is the MySpace generation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we, we didn't know, right? Yeah. <laughs> we just knew we loved cigars, right? Yeah. So uh, I had this idea, and uh, when I went and talked to Chris about it, I was like, man, how do you do that? And uh-huh. I was like, dude, I, pff, I don't know. Right? But it would be cool, right? It would just, and I, it just like, it was like a, a bomb went off, and I was like, we got to do this, right? We just got to figure it out. So yeah, even back then with uh, you know, social media, it's not like it is now where everybody's just coughing up all the information. It was very closely held. Yeah. yeah. So, and you know, like you said, it's, it's other countries that I don't speak the lingua, right? Mm-hmm. So what do you do? So we, I was like, well, let's, what do we smoke? What do we like? We go into our humidors and we're looking. It's like we're smoking a lot of uh, Atawahe, uh, Aganorsa. Uh, back then, Costa Fernandez, uh, Viaje, just different brands. We're looking at Oliva, Luzion. yeah, Luzion. And I was like, wait a second, okay, I'll, we used to smoke a lot of different cigars, and over the you know the years and everything else, <clears> we <throat> whittled it down to like these are the ones we really really like. So we looked at it. It was like, well, these are all like Nicaraguan cigars, Nicaraguan based, you know, manufactured cigars with a lot of Nicaraguan tobacco stuff like that. So I was like, uh, well, let's just try to. Figure out what to do. Google, right? Yeah. You get on there and you start yeah. looking, and it's like, hey, there's no phone numbers. We can. I can't call anybody. I can't, you know, I can't whatever, except for one. And it's because people that we literally still work with now, uh, their factories are in Nicaragua. They have one in uh, Florida, and so there was a Florida number. So I call them up, and you know, I'm ring, ring, and the lady answers the phone, bueno, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> yes, I've got the right one. <laughs> okay, that's a good sign. At least the number works, yeah. right? Uh, yeah, I'd like to. Uh, I like to make cigars. I don't even know what to say, right? Yeah. I like to make cigars. So you're just cold calling. I just cold called. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, honey, wow. that'd be great. That'd be, oh, that'd be honey, so great. Honey, we make love. You the best cigars. <laughs> honey, yeah. love. We, we know this lady cigars. now, right? But yeah. Oh, honey, I was like, oh, okay, good. Well, what? Yeah. And, you know, the, the, the English is not great on the other side, right? So I like to make cigars. Oh, honey, I could send you cigars. I'm like, oh, well, number one, I'm thinking I'm not going to turn down free cigars. Right? Right. Well, you want to send me whatever you want. Yeah, oh, what's your address? I give her my address. I'm like, okay, but no, no, no. But what I, I'll take your free cigars. But what I want is I want to actually start whatever process. Again, I don't know the words to say mm-hmm. to make, start making cigar. I need to learn how to make cigar. I want to make my own cigars. Oh, no, I send you. Like, she didn't even hear it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to send you some stuff and you like it. I'm like, all right. Well, so I called him back up after I got the phone with her. And I'm like, hey, uh, you know, how, well, he's like, how'd it go? Uh, I don't know. But I think we're getting some free cigars, I think, or something. Oh, well, that's great. I'm like, I don't know. But wow, that was easy. That was easy. Yeah. Wow. I'm having to pay a lot of money and for And we're these, in the cigar business. Yeah. yeah. So, so a week goes by, I get nothing. Two weeks goes by. I'm like, oh, I don't know. So I call her back. Ring, ring, ring. Bueno. I'm like, oh, hey, good. It's the same lady, right? 
Uh, so I'm the guy that called you a couple weeks ago. You're supposed to send me some stuff. Honey, you never send me no tobacco permit. I can't send you no- I was like, oh. oh, you didn't. You need a tobacco permit? I didn't oh. even know, right? Oh, wait, there's tobacco so permits? We need yeah. nothing. <laughs> so here comes the first lesson. Oh, yeah. 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 First yeah. lesson. And it was yeah. like, oh, okay. So I said, I always want to reiterate to you, I'm wanting to actually manufacture cigars with like my picture on the band. Not my, my picture, right. but like my artwork yeah. on the band. And yeah, like you want to sell those, name. so don't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm, 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 exactly, yeah. You need a license so, to grow. So at the time, you, you thought... There, I, you, you need a license yeah. to grow. I a plant, you. Roll Sorry, a plant and then sell that plant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Basically, yeah. you need yeah. a license yeah. for, that's for everything. everything. Right? That's so, America. So, yeah. Wow. So then we started to uh, travel around uh, to different cigar events at cigar lounges, bars, stuff like that, mm-hmm. uh, because you couldn't get in contact with anybody. And it was like, well, let's just show up at these places, right? So there was one we drove, it was a Saturday. We drove five hours to this cigar bar because uh, the guy was there. Manuel Casada had just won a couple years ago, or a couple years before that, the Cigar of the Year with Casa Magna. Casa we Magna, loved yeah. it. We loved it, right? Amazing yeah. cigar. And that was like the first iteration of Casa Magna. He said subsequent, you know, since then. But I was like, let's go. Let's just see if we can talk to these people, right? Let's see if somebody will talk to us. So we finally, you know, it was a big line, huge crowd, all this stuff, right? People buying boxes. Like, let's get a box. Let's do all this stuff. We finally get up the line. Oh, hey, guys. Thanks for coming out. You know, typical cigar event type stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, hey, 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 oh, yeah, sign the box and everything. But hey, Mr. Casada, I would love to talk to you about making cigars. And he's like, oh, whoa, 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 crap. And we drove five hours, right? <laughs> Saturday, I got to turn on drive back home tonight. Like, it's just a one-day trip kind of thing. And he's like, uh, why don't you boys wait until, he kept calling us you boys. Oh, anyway, yeah. I, it didn't really hit me until now, but he's like, literally, just that's all he called us. Why don't you boys wait until after everything is said and done and uh, place closed down and then we'll have a cigar together and you can ask me whatever you want. And I was like, dude. Yeah. We waited that's, all day. That's great. Long. Yeah. yeah. And then we get to the sit down, right? And yeah. I thought, oh, dude, we're getting, yeah. This was like sitting down with, uh, you know, Elvis to us, yeah. right? It was amazing. It's like, it felt like real progress. It was, yeah. It was like our first, like, yeah. you know. The, yeah, but you also need to understand there's, there's a, a starstruck, you know, right. situation oh, yeah. that we're going through. Because not only are we mm-hmm. going to be talking about you know, what we want to do, we want to make cigars, mm-hmm. but we're also talking to a legend. the, the, legend. the guy oh, yeah. who oh, just is an got icon the number one. Yeah. in yeah. the industry, cigar aficionado, number one cigar of the year. You're like, you know, this is, this is like sitting down with, you know, Hetfield from Metallica. Yeah, right? Right. or, or right Dr. Now. House. Don't know who that yeah, is. Oh, not. okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This guy drives a no. Tesla. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is Dr. House? I mean, if I had a bizarre, yeah. you know, medical Dr. condition, I house. know exactly House that you're talking <laughs> yeah. about. Are you talking I mean, about the show House? Yeah. yeah. That guy was an <laughs> actor. <laughs> Hemfield from Metallica is a fucking Real. musician. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying. And so imagine like one. you're wanting to learn how to play the guitar, right? And, yeah. and now all of a sudden you're like, oh, now we get an opportunity to be able to talk to James. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Yeah. Same sort of thing. Yeah, exactly the equivalent. Very, very well said. I like that. Yeah, it's a great reference well. too. Oh, yeah, great reference. Yeah. Nice. So, anyways, so, we get to sit down, right? And he goes, uh, "Hey, let's uh, let's pour some some scotch." He's drinking scotch. And I was like, what, "Whatever you want." Yeah, great. Hey, sit down. Hey, let's light up some Casa Magnus and let's all let's let's talk with you boys. I'm like, great. So, we sit down. And I'm just you know we're both starstruck. You know, lighting this cigar up and. I'm just waiting. And he's like very slow. He's probably super tired, right? But he's very deliberate. How old is this dude? He's I like mean, a Mr. Rogers of uh, this. Yeah, it's kind of like a Mr. Rogers, okay. right? You know, okay. How old very is he? Deliberate. I mean, back then, oh, he's, I mean, he's got grown children. He's, I mean, he's yeah, older, you know. but, you yeah. know, he's I mean, still, the same like 69. I mean, I guess. 
Yeah, sure. give or take. Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, okay. It, if you had to guess, sixty nine. Probably. Okay. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what's on Doc's then. mind tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he takes. I'll never forget it. Right. He he, uh, he takes his. I'm just waiting to be able to talk to this guy. He's like super deliberate. I'm just like, frick, dude. I'm waiting here all day. It'll five hours even before that. And he finally takes a. He says, big draw of this thing, and he goes, all right, well, what do you boys want to do? And I was like, oh, well, sir, I would like to make the greatest cigars in the world, and we just want to talk to you about that. And, we want to, and he's like, oh, take, again, slow. Takes a drink mm-hmm. of the scotch, takes a big, long puff of this cigar, and he hits the table like this. With, you know, his hands are like this big. Hits the table like this and goes, well, boys, first thing you need to know is it's a big difference between smoking cigars and making them. And I was like, wow. Okay. And he's like, so if you do want to make the greatest cigars in the world, First thing you need to do, and I'm on the edge of my seat, first thing you need to do is forget about making cigars. And I was like, ah, oh, crap. I'm getting that punked by this plan. guy. Yeah. That was my whole plan. Right? This is why I'm, yeah. this is why I'm here. And I'm like, oh, crap, man. I just got totally punked by this guy. Right? And he goes, no. What I mean by that is if you really want to make something special, right, and you want to have a career at this, and you want it to be more than just a novelty item that... You show to people at, you know, oh, your friend's at barbecue. It's got your little face on it, and they're mm-hmm. just horrible. But that's all it is, is a novelty. Mm. Forget about making cigars and become students of tobacco. And that's mm. what you need to do. And I was like, oh. And so literally it went from I'm being punked by this guy to like, this guy is Master Yoda right, right. now. Yeah. And uh, so anyway. Some knowledge. Yeah. It was, it was those kind of events through, you know, uh, Jonathan Drew helped us. Uh, Pete Johnson helped us. Uh, the Padrones helped us. Yeah. Just speaking things like Dion, that. Just the knowledge. The Dion, yeah. Like, is that Jonathan Drew of Drew Estate? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Holy yeah. cow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but it was Great stuff guy. like that. I don't give a very long answer, but it's, you said we had a lot of time. Uh, Plenty. But it's a, it's, it's a crazy story because we knew nothing. And it was because of really good people that are in this industry mm-hmm. that, uh, that helped the, the gringos and that knew nothing, but they, they knew we loved cigars, right? Mm-hmm. So that part was right. Because he, he, he could have been just the opposite when he looked at you too. How, cause how old were we all when this happened? And uh, this is 2010. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, that's too much. 13 years ago. Guy, right? I was 30. Yeah. So he could have just I looked a at little a bunch older. of 30 gringos walking up and went, Psh, the hell yeah. out of here. 100%. And that's exactly what they called us. And yeah. it kind of like became a thing no matter where we went in Nicaragua or when we were on the fields or whatever the case is. Ah, oh, dos gringos. Oh, oh really? Ah, oh, dos gringos. It became yeah. a term of endearment. They knew you. It did, yeah. Yeah, okay. it did. It, it was a punchline in the beginning, but then it actually did, you know, it really kind of, you know, we embraced it. You, yeah. you got to laugh mm-hmm. at yourself right. Which if you didn't have the, already the story for your name, that would have been a sweet name for your cigars. Though. Dos, dos gringos. gringos. Yeah. Dos gringos. Yeah. It's probably yeah. already out there. Probably. We actually made a gringo cigar. Gringo cigar. Oh, so, nice. Yeah, we have one coming out either December or January. But yeah, I don't know. okay. Whatever I had yeah. tonight, we uh we started before you know. Mamacita. We, I won't let us smoke in here, but I had the Mamacita from Ezra Zion. There it is. Yeah, that is a, that was a good smoke. It was great. Uh, a Maduro. Yep. Um, a Robusto. No nope, Toro. Toro. Okay. Toro. Honestly, uh, I'm I'm a fan of the House Maduro. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like that's a nice, believe it or not, like mild Maduro. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and fairly well balanced, you know, it doesn't like kick you in the throat or anything, but that Mamacita was, it was great. excellent. Everything we've had from y'all so far has been yeah. excellent. So the good. training mm. worked. Well, well, good. Yeah. Good. Well, yeah. I want to go back even before then. Right. So, so I know, <laughs> I know. Start when a man it's like, how long? So when you were an embryo, were you thinking? Yes. Man, I love a cigar. Two people love each other. I mean, still, I, I, I don't understand how you decide. Like, okay, this is going to become reality, right? Yeah. 
you know, it's like, how long did it take y'all to take the first step? I mean, to make was, the cold call. I'll to, let you talk to be because like, I've been no, talking. This yeah. is this is going to happen. So, be, because I think like we sit around. Sorry, I'm mm-hmm. Mr. Interrupto. Yeah, but he's good yeah, at it. <clears throat> yeah, we we sit around and we think of a, up an idea, and and we might think up twenty ideas in a month, and and then we just like <laughs> one of them every six months might hit right. Yeah. So. It, was this like that, or would, was it like, you know, calculated? Right? No, it was. It uh, it definitely wasn't. We I understand your thought process yeah. in, in that because since then, you know, you can call us serial, serial entrepreneurs, right? You know, yeah. we have multiple businesses mm-hmm. that we're involved with, either you know, on a day to day or on an investment level and everything else. And so, I totally get what you're talking about. Yeah, this one was a little bit different because, you know, number one, Colin and I are believers. Right. And mm-hmm. so we take our faith very, very deliberately. And he felt strongly that this was an impression that he got from the Lord, mm-hmm. that, you know, this is a direction that you, you boys are supposed to be going down. You yeah. boys. You know? Yeah. Hey, well, all right. All right. Yeah. You boys. It's, it's one thing. Sounds like another name for a cigar. In other words, dos gringos. Yeah. yeah. Dos yeah. gringos. It's yeah. one thing to have that feel good feeling. You're sitting around with your buddies and bullshit. No, we right. got this great idea. But then like, okay, it's a great idea. Now we got to capitalize on it now we really yeah. have to make waves here so that's the- yeah and and that's what it is you know we we have a you know a mantra that we do with all of our businesses with everything that we do crawl walk run right we're mm-hmm. going to crawl before we walk we're going to mm-hmm. walk before we run and we're going to run before we sprint right and so we said all right well let's do this and you know if the door opens then the door opens mm-hmm. and if the door gets slammed in our face then we know it's not the right thing and like Kyle was saying, just just the amount of, and I don't think this would ever happen today because the world has totally changed. But back in the day, you know, these these icons, you know, Pete and Jorge and, you know, all, all these, you know, Paul and Eduardo and all these guys that just opened up their knowledge mm-hmm. to us. Mm-hmm. They didn't have to. So it was kind of a pivotal time in the cigar industry mm-hmm. for that reason. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it could have been, but we didn't know it at the time, right? Yeah. We're just two guys who are like, oh man, we yeah. love cigars. Like, we're like crazy about cigars and like we, sh- we should, you know, make our own. Right. I was like, who will actually, how do you do it? I don't know. Well, you know, I don't have a, f- yeah. I don't have a family lineage of, you know, grandpappy was making cigars since, yeah. I don't know, right? We're yeah. Living from the tobacco fields of Kentucky or anything. But, yeah. but one thing that we did do is that we listened. And when we saw an opportunity, we took it. So, you know, for example, Aganorsa, Casa Fernandez, Paul and Eduardo and everything else. Oh, you guys want to do cigars, this, that, and everything else. Come talk to us in Nicaragua. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. that was like it. And we're like, oh, um, uh, 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 all right, F it. Yeah. We just buying tickets and we're going down yeah, to Nicaragua. Yeah. And then we go to the factory and we're like asking around like, hey, where's the Casa Fernandez factory? And they're like, you go down here, you turn at the donkey, yeah. you make a ride at the tree, and then there's a steel door. That's the outer courtyard. And you just, you know, you go in. And so we literally just showed up. Hey, he said, Drink, come to Nicaragua. And they're like, hey, all right, yeah. hey, step one. Yeah. You know, yeah, the, exactly. these guys had the balls to be able to get down and actually leave the country, get mm-hmm. out of the comfort, you know. They're not just looking to phone it in because let's be honest, you could phone in literally any business. Yeah. Okay, good. I'm, yeah. I'm glad you said that. I want to reference what you said about the timing of it. Like y'all were in the perfect timing of that era because it was before the, the dawn of Instagram. And now it's like, 
you have these legendary cigar makers. Hey, they're rolling cigars on Instagram. Well, every you know Tom, Dick, and Harry now that's interested in tobacco is going to be sending them messages. I want to learn cigar rolling. I don't want to learn to make cigars. I want to learn to make cigars. I don't have anything else going yeah, now on. Now we I'm get a, those messages, yeah, right? Yeah. Now yeah. you're okay. now you're the guys getting okay. those messages. So yeah, your timing was probably perfect. Yeah, it was spot on. And and we also, we backed up. We do what we say and we say what we do, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so when they said, hey, come down here, mm-hmm. we went down there. When they said, be a student of tobacco, we were students of tobacco. We weren't bullshitters. You know, like one of the stories with Manolo, you know, he said, okay, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to send you boys out some cigars. Mm-hmm. I want you guys to smoke these cigars and then tell me what you think about it. And then we can start the process. And so we're like, oh man, now this is fantastic. So we get He's the like, cigars. I just, I just want to see where your I guess his palate. Want to see where your palate are. are. Let me know, just get a gauge. For it. And I was like, my palate's palette. great. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna <laughs> tell you that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's just okay. Yeah, yeah. you want to send me free cigars? I was like, dude, this is the smartest thing we ever did. <laughs> we Everyone's wanted to free send, cigars. Oh, send me cigars. Yeah. 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 So we get these cigars and we smoke them. And like the first one we smoke, we're like, hey, I mean, you know, it's this not that good. It's, it's kind of yeah. not that good. So we're yeah. like, it's just us. This is Manolo Casada. This is cigar of the year we're talking about. You yeah. know, okay, let's get to the second cigar. And we do it, and we do it for all five cigars that he sends us. And did you smoke the whole sticks, or just no, no? Okay. About <laughs> we, I mean, we definitely bad, gave man. it through a third, a halfway yeah. through. But okay. we're just like we these it, are we just gave it a, we get a fair shot. We did. You you were trying to like these cigars. We were exactly. We were trying yeah. to like it. Yeah. But if we were being honest with ourselves, we weren't. Mm-hmm. And you were and being honest with him that you weren't liking it. So what we did is we had a follow-up call with him. So we get on the phone, right? And, mm-hmm. um, you know, he's like, hey, I uh, sent you those cigars. I want to hear what you guys have to say about them. And so we're kind of like him and Han. I mean, you know, th- hey, thank you very much for sending out the cigars. Yeah, do we you tell know, him the no, truth? No, it's not, <laughs> you know, this and that and everything else. And finally we get to the point where we're just like, you know, I mean, in all honesty, thank you very much, but none of the cigars were within our, you know, what we would consider something that we would want. And we're trying to be as gracious as we right. can. Right? How do you yeah. say it? How do you, how, we're just how do you like, tell them that really, these cigars we just didn't think suck. they were that great. We mm. just didn't like them. They just didn't hit us right. They just, mm. they weren't good. Yeah. So we, and we literally had it like he forced us to actually come out with the, like, yeah. they're just not that good. They're yeah. not good. And once we said that again with the hand, good. Now I know you're not going to wow. bullshit me. He was deliberately fucking. Yeah, with oh, wow. he deliberately sent those out as he a sent, test, like grass clippings or something. And, I mean, God only knows <laughs> what it was. Maybe they weren't even his cigars, but he wanted to see if we were going to engage on the level of bullshit, or right. if we were actually going to be yeah. man enough to be able to mm. say, "Hey, this is exactly um, what we don't, don't want, want. Yeah. and we'd like to work on something that we do want," and um, and we just kept doing that. You know, yeah. and that and that's just kind of who we are. I mean, you know, if we're a part of something and it's jiving and it's good, then hey, great. great. If it's something that's, it's just not feeling right. It's rubbing us the wrong way. You're it's too gritty. Something. We're trying to force it. Then you know, maybe it's best that we just don't, you know, participate in this. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. You know, there's you know the old adage. You always you know it's being on the right bus in the right position. Yeah, as, I think as of uh, what 2017, the Whiskey Bros have like four projects that have yet to be finished. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> we're sure, gonna yeah. get around to those things. Yeah, you know, we're all about that. Uh, you know, the entrepreneurship spirit, and we just, just don't get it done. Haven't pushed. The tr- I mean, if it doesn't feel right, but but I, okay, well, this isn't about the Whiskey Bros. No, I'm right? just making yeah, a but, joke. But with that said, uh, we're not very good about. Obviously, you have finding our no to take their be I- able to yeah. come and say, "Okay, yeah. this just is not." They can take happen. their idea and literally run with it and perfect it. Mm. Yeah, or say, "Yeah, this is 
this isn't going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like the whiskey bro table, you know? We never said, eh, it's not going to happen. It's just sitting. Yeah, but they yeah. said, no, this cigar is not, <laughs> we're not feeling right about this. Oh, dude, it was literally like, what, five different blends or whatever it was? Yeah. It was like, oh, yeah, and I want to just see where you guys' palette is, you know, the kind of, you know, it's like every musician has their own song inside and, you know. Their own expression. Yeah, your yeah. own expression. Like, what do you, and so when we smoked them, we're like, dude, these, wow. are, these are awful. He's like, all right, now I know you guys are <laughs> actually good, like you know, your stuff. I was right. like, what? That's great. Yeah. It was but as far cool. as decision-making goes, you know, everything that Kyle and I do, we're 50-50 in everything we do. Yeah. And we have a rule. One, no, and it's off the table. We don't have to explain ourselves. We don't have to. It's either 100% yes, and we're going to go into it, or it's 100% no, we're not going to go into it. And if we're 100% yes, and we go into it, and one of us starts filling the EBGBs or just starts saying this isn't it, he doesn't have to explain himself, you know, about Mm -hmm. why he wants to stop this endeavor or stop pursuing this acquisition or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. right? It's just, you know what? I'm not feeling that. Okay, great. We pulled chocks. We made that decision very early on. Because we were either going to be in unity on something because disunity breeds chaos, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, life's hard enough as it is. And if you're going to go out there and you're going to start something or cultivate something or start a new business or something like that. Yeah. And one of you, you know, subconsciously, he's not 100% into it. Yeah. I mean, then it just opens up an opportunity for the enemy to come in and just be like, oh, you know what? That fucker, he's not carrying mm. his load. And I'm over here, you yeah. know, freaking picking up the work and this and that. And it's just not going to happen. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it sounds Man. highly efficient, but does it ever cause any animosity when you, you somebody's told no. no? You don't dwell on it? I mean, just- I'll be honest. And, I, you know, just speaking on my behalf, you know, there's been some times when I'm like, oh, dude, I got this fucking great idea. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, bro, we are literally going to Elon Musk the shit yeah. out of this thing and just freaking take it to the... Take it to and the, he's like... Take it to the Mars. And he gonna, goes... He's like, not going to work. No, I'm just, you know, and I'm just like, you know, damn it. Yeah. But, but you just move on. You don't but then on I'm it. mature enough to be able to take my damn it and just keep it down. And then, yeah. you know, and then afterwards I'm like, oh, you know what? Yeah. Okay. It Our really, therapist. Really work. Yeah. Why, why are you sad today? Well, my... Fucking business partner told yeah. me no. <laughs> told me I wasn't Elon Musk. So we couldn't go. <laughs> hey, get... that's a good business <laughs> partner right there. Musk. Yeah, it really is. You have to have that balance, uh, especially yeah. if you're working in a serious partnership. You got to have that balance and that so, respect. So would y'all go into business on your own, having had a business partner for 13 years? I was. I, yeah. So I legitimately asked this because uh, I've. I've talked to Doc's people. thinking about starting his own podcast. No, I've, I've talked to people within <laughs> the be a professional business community who make whiskey the claim. Whiskey bro. Have some, yep. Whiskey bro, yeah. Yeah, they make the claim you should never have a 50-50 partner. Yeah. Um, How do you feel about that? Well, I, so I was in the Marines, and then I was a state trooper, and then I went and I came back from Iraq, did another year on the job as a gun toter, and then I decided that was it, and I went back into construction, and I started my own construction company in a general. Mm-hmm. So I knew what it was like to have your own business by yourself, and I knew the challenges, and I'm gifted. I mean, in all humility, I am gifted in a lot of things, mm-hmm. but not in everything. I'm the numbers guy. I'm the operational guy. I'm the logistics mm-hmm. guy. I'm the guy that makes the notes. I'm the guy that gotcha. just tacks stuff down and everything else. But I'm not the marketing guy. I'm not very well versed. I don't know how to write. I could barely spell my name. You know, I was an infantryman. Come on, you know. <laughs> I learned how to kill people and break things, right? right. And after yeah. that, you know, so 
I, I mean, I literally thank God every day that I'm in business, not only with my best friend because our families mm-hmm. are so close and everything else, <laughs> but with somebody that brings that other side to the table. So yes. if you're asking yeah. me, my answer is no. I don't know what he says. Maybe maybe he wants to do a solo mission. What was the question? Yeah, the question was... <laughs> Could you do the business on your own? Would oh, you do it by keeping yourself? up? Yeah, or no, no, no. what's better? You just said you were what's the better? logistics 50, guy. Yeah, 50 exactly. 50 partnership with somebody, it's like a marriage, right? I mean, we don't have to go down that uh, road. But I feel but like if 50, you want 50 partnership with somebody is kind of like a marriage. You're, it is in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah for sure. Mm-hmm. Do you, is it worth doing? Because partnership in a lot of ways can be extremely difficult. Well, I would, I would say my answer to that is. You can't, you can never, never do a good deal with a bad partner, mm-hmm. yeah. right? And so it depends on the people if you're going to be in business. Oh, but this is a deep answer. That's true. Dude, that's yeah. what I do, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You need a I, drink I would, yeah. yeah. It's just, it's when like you, you can't, you drink, you can't do a happy marriage with a bad. It doesn't matter if it's a spouse. It doesn't matter if it's a, a vendor. It doesn't matter yeah. if it's a customer. It doesn't, yeah. it, you can't do good deals with bad partners, right? So, yeah. Yeah. And so I think it comes down to the people, right? I think what makes it work. Uh, you know, for Ezra Zion is that, like Chris said, Chris is super crazy gifted. He really is, right? Super talented guy. Uh, and we're talented in different areas, right? God's yeah. designed us and gifted us in different areas, and they complement one another. So we're different in our, you know, skill sets and stuff like that, but our values are the same. I think mm-hmm. that's key, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. uh, you know, th- those things being in alignment are what make it work. So, you know, like Chris said, we're, we're believers like that. The number one spot is, you know, the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. So that solves and answers a lot of questions for us and what we want to do and who we are, what we're going to do, what we're not going to do, mm-hmm. because that's just the frame of reference and the mindset that we're coming from. So everything else kind of just falls into place. But again, I can't give a blanket answer for anybody else, but I know that yeah. it works for us. Yeah. So, so that kind of leads me maybe to a, a second chapter, right? So, so the question is, maybe what a lot of people in the Christian evangelical South would ask is, how does the Lord Jesus Christ lead you to whiskey and tobacco or cocktails and tobacco? Yeah, you that's are in the tough, Bible Belt. Yeah, so <laughs> that's a, a good, tough, good <laughs> question. That's right. But that's the question that is the butt of the joke of the old uh, Catholic and Baptist. Like, how do you know the difference between a Baptist and a Catholic? How? The Catholic will shake your hand on the way out of the liquor store. Everybody drinks and everybody smokes. So the people in the Bible belt that are gung-ho on Sundays and Wednesdays or whatever are still smoking and drinking. Yeah. Yeah. You just lost like 20 of our followers. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) Well, I'll let uh, the uh, theologian here, the doctorate in theology, answer that question. Are you? I have a doctor of ministry degree, yeah. I was a pastor. pastor. We met at church. That's where we met. It was at church. Pastor for, what, 13, 15, whatever it was years, yeah. Don't look at me. This is literally like my (laughs) my favorite question. So Yeah. So, well, okay, so I would say that, I mean, when I say I'm a Christian, like, I'm actually like a real Christian, right? Like, it's not just I phoned it on Sunday. Like, I actually live this, right? And so, so does Chris. So my thing is, okay, well, if you have a problem with it, from a you know religious you know whatever perspective, show me show me a, a verse. Mm-hmm. Scripture back. Tell it me up. tell me where I live by this book. Great. Well, oh, well, don't destroy the temple of the Lord. I was okay. Say, that's, well, that's what. Well, then if you then say, you right? need to put down your French fries and your fr- don't even start with me, people. <laughs> right. Yeah. Come on. 
It's like Domino's so, Friday night just shouldn't happen. Well, yeah. If we're yeah. Gonna, if you're if that's the yeah. argument, then I mean, come on, guys. That's 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 let's talk that's about Chick Fil A then, right? Yeah, let's talk I about mean, a lot of on. different stuff. But Ooh, don't well, Chick Fil A. That oh, there, there goes the rest of our followers. <laughs> yeah. no, we love Chick Fil A. God bless. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Chick Fil A. The Kathy family are fantastic. Yeah. That's that's, uh, God's, uh, that's God's chicken. I had a breakfast burrito from Chick Fil A. A fried chicken breakfast burrito, but just because I don't ever do Chick Fil A, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna try this. I'm driving through the TMS area, and I'm like, okay, Chick-fil-A, I'll try it. It was terrible. <laughs> Don't have fried chicken for breakfast. It was terrible. Whatever. Fried chicken. I mean, Chick-fil-A is Chick-fil-A a bomb. Chick-fil-A is great. Yeah. That, that sauce. It's still fast food. It's coming from the guy yeah. that'll go at 2 o'clock in the morning and get fucking jack-in-the-box tacos. Don't listen to nothing they say. <laughs> that is everybody. I remember I that when I was no, in no, college. No, no, everybody, everybody, yeah. everybody at this table, I don't know about these two, but these three MFers right here are all about jack-in-the-box. That's so right. We are all guilty. Yeah, guilty. poison. You don't hear me I saying, can't, I can't in no oh, way it's fast food that. and oils and not. <laughs> I'm going to go get a goddamn taco if I want a taco. Simple as that. No, but I, I really want to stay on this topic because... Uh, what I got from you was a bit of an apologetics mm-hmm. sort of answer. You know, like this isn't is this is not why it's or this is why it's not bad, right? Okay, but you know, for me, it's 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 also about the fellowship, right? You know, there's something about cigar and maybe a little social lubricant. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that does breed like openness, right? And, Very true. And positive conversation. Yeah, I think yeah. cigars unfairly got wrapped in with uh, cigarette smoking. And I think that's why 100%. they have such a stigma around them, as they they're yeah, considered 100%. the same as well. Tobacco has been very villainized, right? Yeah. yeah. And if you actually go back and study, which you can go on the internet and do, and I would highly encourage people to do, and not just take this, uh, you know, whatever the. The government tells you, yeah, I'm going to be that guy right now. <laughs> no, please be that guy. We, but we love those guys. We, this this plant, right? I know all the all the marijuana people are like, I yeah. love oh, this I love this guy. He's I love plants. This He's ready to bring it. <laughs> yeah, it's a but, God-given I mean, you plant. Know, it, 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 it comes is. from the earth. It comes from mm-hmm. the earth, yeah. and it uh, it's not intoxicating, right? If you're going to you know take that, that's the tack of or the line for uh, allowable, not allowable. It's not intoxicating, so I, it, I think it's funny on on one hand where there's people who will sit down and have you know a glass of wine or two or you know kill a bottle you know yeah. at dinner or whatever, but then you have a problem with me smoking cigars. Wait a second, I can't mm-hmm. have too many cigars and not be able to drive. Yeah. I'm not impaired, so right. if we're gonna put a, a hierarchy together of vices, cigars it, you know, it should be it's, way it's, down on the list, the right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's that part of it, but from a, a scriptural part. Uh, I can show you a scripture that says, well, you shouldn't get drunk, right? I can say, but it doesn't right. say don't drink. I can right. point to scriptures that tells you to drink, right? So a lot of that is you need to be led by the Spirit of God on what that is for you. If you have a problem with it, there's, there's a lot of years that Chris, he wouldn't, he wouldn't drink at all. And yeah. He's like, hey, yeah. this is something that you know I've had a past with, and I'm just going to set it down for years and years and years would not. Mm. And then... He started to be like, hey, I feel like I have freedom in this. I feel like God's done a work more. And he's great, right? It's a great example of the appropriate, responsible way to enjoy, which that's what it is, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. To enjoy wine or whiskey or a cigar. And the Bible says that God gives us richly all things to enjoy. He is a good God. Right. That's the God I know. That's the God in the Bible. Not right. a religious, can't do, can't, you know, There's it's very clearly defined, do this, don't do this in the Bible. But they're not there to ruin your life. They're there to keep you from making... Mm-hmm dumb freaking decisions yeah. right, right right i mean if you really get down to it that's what it is trying to save you from you being dumb right? really really good guidelines yeah. but it never says you know don't enjoy 
Yeah. yeah. Says to enjoy. Yeah, and that's yeah. probably. Just don't be I'm, a fool. No, and right. I'm going to get on my soapbox here a little bit, but that's just kind of where I live. Let's yeah. have it. I, I would say that most Christians need to enjoy, enjoy some stuff Absolutely. and quit being so freaking high strung yeah. and judging everybody about everything because that's number one, not your job, yeah. right? It's the Holy Spirit's job. So I, I look at it like for me personally, and again, I can't speak for anybody else, but I know what God told me to do. He told mm. me to make cigars. So that's what I did. And it's working. And <laughs> he's blessed doing, it. Yeah. And it, like you said, it's brought a lot of people together. I've had more yeah. opportunities to share my faith, to share Jesus with people in a cigar lounge or at a cigar event or something like that, mm-hmm. uh, even then when I was uh, pastor to church. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, yeah. and if you're really thinking about it, that the people that you've met in all those, not saying that they're all bad people, but it's the type of people that if you are following what Jesus did, it's the type of people that he said, go, go and get not exactly. Yeah. Not the people that necessarily are at church, especially these days. I mean, yeah. Well, think about it. So if you go read through the gospels, right, Jesus was persecuted by the church people, mm. quote unquote, right. For doing what, where would he be at on a Friday night? He'd be down on the square at Ezra Zion cigar bar. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, having some cigars and hanging out with people and building relationship and loving people and, right. and helping people. And, you know, he'd be or there for the people, right? Or worse places than that. Or worse places <laughs> yeah. than that. Yeah, I'm just trying to go to the lowest dregs of what we had on the square. Yeah. <laughs> right. so, nice. That's a really good segue about, uh, I had the note, I don't know if you were reading off that, but I put it up there three. about, um, you know, places like Ezra uh, mm-hmm. Cigar Bar. Um, what the whiskey bro? What? Put your pen down. Oh, sorry. Man, I'm talking. This I is know, my, this is it's, my it's, comfort it's, pen. It's hard. It's, it's hard to fun. talk without this is smoking my, cigars. This I gotta is my say, this is really well, hard. You can open one up and chew on it. Uh, <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, I got. I got to hold one though. Didn't yeah. Rush Limbaugh always have? I mean, he if, when he quit smoking, he still didn't he still have a cigar that His he formerly nicotine yeah. stained yeah, exactly. hands. Yeah, yeah, he's got the golden mic right here in front of him. Uh, yeah. Kyle does. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, we were talking about how we're Rush babies. We are Rush babies. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Gone too soon, Rush Limbaugh. But. Yeah, it's a great segue into um, Ezra Zion Cigar Bar, what the what even the Whiskey Bro name represents. And it's like good quality of life, networking, and being around people, mm-hmm. um, uh, real people in real life, not not the digital thing where you're, yeah. you know, I, it's not isolated. Just being around people, being in public, getting to know your community. It's a valuable yeah. point, bro. Get, yeah. Networking yeah. with other business owners, whatever, just being out in public and being a part of your community. And I think that's the best way to describe what Ezra Zion represents yeah. and what the whiskey bros represent. We're not, we're not 19, you know, hammering back uh, shot after shot of whiskey. That's mm. not what the whiskey bro name means. So yeah, I, right. I, I'm glad that was brought up. So, hmm. so I got a question real quick. Can, yeah. I, can I ask a question? Is that absolutely allowed? allowed. That's, yeah. Yeah. You, gotta, you have to raise <laughs> your hand though. This is, this is a freedom of speech me, zone. <laughs> yeah. Any question you want to ask? So Heath, yes. When when I know we've met before, yep. The Ezra Zion Cigar Lounge and everything else. But the night that we had our opening, yep. And you were there and everything else. You asked a question when y'all were there. I did. You remember what that question was? I probably asked a bunch of questions. For, for one of them was, "Can you come on the podcast?" <laughs> the other yeah. one was probably like, yes. "Hey, can we get oh, can we get our ooh. brand on our ci- uh, cigar on y'all cigar?" So, do you remember what my answer was to that? Uh, I remember you talking about it. 
I can't remember what you said. I though. believe you said something to the nature of you yes. have to spend four thousand dollars here. <laughs> to be I think you, I think the words no. were. It depends on what your tab is at the end of this night. <laughs> yeah. Something to that. that sounds like Chris. Oh, oh shit! shit. So oh this my god! This is something that. This is legit. Ooh. Oh my gosh! I wish okay. we could light him up right hey, now. You know, yeah. I mean, oh that's that's gosh. exactly They're, what we thought we were going to be able to do. But boom! That's but, freaking um, awesome, dude. Whiskey Bros cigars and look on. Oh, I love this image on the back. My face. Oh, oh. There it is it your face? <laughs> it, is. it is Abe Lincoln. Yeah, that is Abraham Lincoln. Yes. Awesome, dude. Uh, so, you know, when you when you were talking about you know just being able to have a place where you could go and you can enjoy and you can mm-hmm. hang out, you know, you can you can come and do nothing and just work. You can come and do nothing and watch. Right. Or one of the things that cigars represent to us, and and we may have gotten into this a little bit when we were all at the lounge and everything else, is every cigar is a celebration. Mm whether it's a celebration of a hard day work yeah, or with the birth of a child or promotion at work, you know, but it's also could be a celebration of life. You know, Kyle and I got together and there's a cigar that's very special to me that when we lost our daughter that I smoked at Padron 26 and that mm. cigar will always, I can, whenever yeah. we'd be traveling and I go to a cigar lounge and I smell that, it just instantaneously takes me right back there. Right mm. Yeah. So, you know, just whether it's a, you know, again, a hard day's work or just, you know, hanging out with your friends and everything else, you know, you're literally taking plant leaves, right? And we don't do any additives. Ours are premium cigars. Mm-hmm. There, there's no adulteration done to the tobacco and everything else. And then you're lighting it and you're enjoying that with a beverage or without a beverage. But it's just one of those things that being able to have that. And so when, when Heath had asked that question that night, and Kyle was just like, dude, you know, it'd be awesome. He goes, it'd, it'd be legit if we could get on the podcast and then we could smoke their cigar. And then just debut like, these. That yeah. yeah. That's freaking badass. Else. That's why I was asking like, hey, can we do That's it at the <laughs> lounge? And you're like, we're not mobile yet. Like, oh, dude, I get it. You know, and everything else. But, you know, one of the advantages we have, you know, being able to be a manufacturer is, you know, we can do these kind of things. So yeah. it's, it's super fun. Not that we do customs because we don't. Right. I mean, you can look at our history. You can look at, you know, the different things, and, and we do not do customs. But you guys are bros, and so we just wanted to bless on well, you all. Thanks a lot. Give you guys something. These and, are very special. You know, mm. and, and uh, yeah. Well, you got to see how they taste. They might be horrible, we, we, right? We, we might be see, testing uh, you like uh, Manolo Casada. chance into cranking one up real quick. Fuck it. Let's yeah. fire them up. I don't, seriously? Oh, are we doing this? What? No. We, uh, oh, dude. We need something. Our, <laughs> you don't get our own y'all. cigars made and we, say no to lighten them up. We need something to ash in. Let me, let me so go. Explain the... Uh, yeah, y'all talk among yourselves. Yeah. Explain the, I, I, if we're going to smoke, I can't talk until I smoke. Okay. <laughs> okay. My, my brain doesn't even work. He, he okay. Okay. Vapor lock, baby. You're over there looking at that brush foot, aren't you? Oh. Okay, yeah. So that's what oh, I was. Okay. I want yeah. you to explain the um, the wrapper oh. on this because it, it terminates before the uh, like the end of the cigar. So you call that a brush foot? Call it brush foot, shaggy foot, broom foot. I mean, okay, different terms for it. So if you look at our cigars, right, uh, there's a couple reasons, but for the flavor uh, reason. A lot of our cigars, most of our cigars, the wrapper will go over the end of the cigar, over the foot, right? Okay. So there's a reason for that, uh, flavor-wise. So when you first light it up and you take that first puff, you're getting wrapper leaf, sure. right? Yeah. So And it goes across yeah. your palate, and it gives you a certain flavor note. It wakes up your palate, everything else. Two, three, four puffs in, the, the binder and the filler tobaccos light up with the wrapper, right? And yeah. so then it becomes an entirely different flavor profile, complexity that comes across your palate. So... We want our cigars to be very complex, like a roller coaster. 
Sure. There should be stuff coming in, stuff coming out, stuff coming, just com- complex. We hate smoking cigars that it's like one note the whole way through. And it could yeah. even be good, right? Yeah, it's like, oh, it's linear. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's linear, yeah. right? Horrible. We want complexity. So Same thing with whiskeys. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Well said. Right? Yeah. You can get something like, that's good, but it tastes like, you know, two things and then it tastes like two, that the whole way through. Well, it's really boring real fast. So, so the opposite of that is a, is a broom foot or shaggy foot. We typically call it a broom foot. So you'll, you'll be smoking that, that binder yeah. and that filler tobacco for the first, you know, half inch, whatever, you know, five, 10 minutes or whatever. And then all of a sudden that wrapper leaf's going to hit. And then you're going to get a whole new look at that yeah. particular, you know, blend. And then it should change all throughout. So this should be a blend that pairs amazing with whiskey. And uh, yeah, I think you guys are going to like it. So. Dude, I am Man, so freaking excited. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I did not think that we were going to yeah. be able to smoke this with you all tonight. Yeah, we can't, we can't not yeah, smoke it. I'm just about yeah. to lose my ish right now. <laughs> so did, did, you, did you say what this cigar was? I'm, I'm sorry, I was out. Gathering stuff, so I would just explain it like uh, shaggy broom foot yeah. versus uh, closed foot cigar. Okay. One of the things before Kyle gets into the blend, if he wants to get into that a little bit Definitely. and everything else. So, one of the things that you'll notice about our cigars that we make, and and whether it's a house blend, like you said, you yeah. really enjoy that house yes. Maduro, right? I is, continue to is, um, and we were taught this very early on from our senior Ramos. Well, oh, you're giving up secrets. Well, no, I mean, Ooh. it's just, it's, it's got to have balance. Yeah. The cigar has to have balance. It can't be something that when you draw it in your mouth, it just takes you straight up and then drops you straight down. Yeah. It has to have balance. And so as you're enjoying the cigar in your mouth and it's coating your palate and you're retrohaling it, it is like a nice, even smooth arc that by the time you're done exhaling, it's leaving your palate wanting more, mm-hmm. wanting another puff. That's exactly what our friend said about the chicken sandwich That's in Dallas. That's exactly what he said. Now, on, <laughs> on this, thought of that on this like great that. cigar, you know you two have run me, right? Do what? Oh, I know. Runt. We're going to have to no. have some conversation about this because this No, you, a, you've <laughs> run me because I'm smoking this, and I'm like, these sons of bitches testing us right now? Oh. <laughs> no, this ain't no Is shit. this a legit oh. cigar? Yeah, this cigar sucks, trash. man. What are the- <laughs> Yeah, that they yeah. want us to say. Just look at the bottom of the band underneath where it says Whiskey Bros. What does it say on the bottom? Yeah, Ezra Zion. So y'all wouldn't have put that on there. There's no damn way in God's good earth that we'd ever put Ezra Zion on something that wasn't good. Yeah, that is different up up at very first with that brush foot. Yeah. yeah. So so as you smoke it, like right now, right Who's flavor the lighter. Uh, uh, they're, right both, they're both over there. Right. So what you should be tasting right now, there should be. Uh, it's uh, I wouldn't say it's light, but it's medium as far as strength, mm-hmm. earthy, creamy, real creamy. I mean, the finish yep. I'm getting right now, vanilla. Um, the chocolate is milk chocolate, but it's a light Shh. milk chocolate. Get right? out of here, cat. <laughs> can you uh, can you it just is. shut the barn doors so they don't come through? Very creamy, easy, yeah. just yeah. gently. So if you're, it's very pleasant. Yeah, very pleasant. Very. So is very that the balanced. brush foot? That... So that's just this. Yeah, is that this is that particular blend of tobacco, right? Okay. But you're smoking binder and filler and no wrapper at this point, right? That's right. So if you're just lighting this up, just hey, I'm smoking this to enjoy. It. We're not actually dissecting it, right? Yeah. You're gonna smoke it. You're gonna. Oh yeah, good. You know, take some. You take a yeah. A couple puffs. You're gonna drink some whiskey. Yeah, I do need some whiskey. Uh, yeah. Once again. So pair bottles. that with the whiskey. I can't do everything at right? once. Any whiskey. Yeah. I want the whistle pig. 
We've had this whistle pig for like four years now. Yeah, we're yeah, gonna finish. It's gonna be done tonight, baby. Yeah. Well, this is uh, this is incredible. This is quite this, the treat. Thank this you is guys. A, yeah, very. You man, and this is the first on the show for us puffing in here. It um, is y'all. We y'all. We. I guess y'all popped our cherry. Yeah. You're welcome. Trying, I was trying to twist it to where it was the other wow, way around. Three in one night. That's, that's some kind of record. <laughs> Is that a record for you guys? <laughs> Hope you brought rags. Uh, I remember in 2018, we were at, um, it was in downtown Bridgeport on Hostel Street. It was some event. It was, uh, I forget who was playing. It was a cover band that were playing. It was the ta- uh, Spasmatics. No, I know, Spaz- but it was the Taste of Wise or Taste yeah, of Yeah, okay, so that was going yeah, yeah. on. Yeah. Bridgeport, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah. this was 2018, and I'm guessing y'all were already established in the area yep. at that point. But we hadn't heard of you yet until we're gonna get into that, one way, of these but... guys shows up, and I think y'all were selling cigars there yeah. on site. Yep, yep. They show up, and they're like, there's, there's a cigar company, and uh, here's we bought these cigars. Let's fire them they're up. Like, Alvord. Yeah, they're yeah. from Alvord. Yeah. I'm like, What? Alvord, where Cigar, the heck is Alvord? Where's that yeah. yeah, yeah. And if you oh, know where Alvord me, is, Alvord. Pe- yeah, if yeah. you know where Alvord is, you're like, there's people making cigars in Alvord. What? Okay, this has got to be some horse shit. Let's try it. And we fire them up and like, God dang, these are good yeah. cigars, man. Yeah. <laughs> what is, yeah. Whoa! I wish we could remember what they were, but I, no I don't know. I could, uh, uh, whatever y'all were rolling on the night of 2018 or selling, and yeah, yeah it, was, it was probably just our our core line. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think y'all were because uh, we were right by. Um, the mask house. Yeah, the mask house. Yeah. Right yep. by the restaurant. Great yeah. food. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic food. Mm-hmm. So let's get into that. How did y'all, because all the story so far was, this was still y'all were in the C word, right? <laughs> we don't we don't talk about it. But so y'all you notice still, how he's still being so yeah, nice now? Yeah, the C word. All I had to do is make a cigar for him, and all of a just like, know, oh, all man. Sudden, man. We're not going to talk about that. Y'all are just so good. You're doing a good day's work. Yeah. So y'all were, y'all were in from? California still when all this stuff. Yeah. So how did y'all get to Al Vord? Because it's not void. I don't care who you are. Yeah. Um, so like I, like, like I said, uh, Kyle was pastoring a church at the time. I had my construction company and we, and we decided that, you know, Hey, we're going to make a run at this. We're really going to give it a shot, you know, and prayed about it, talked to our spouses and everything else. And, um, we've always been country folks, you know, we have horses and this and that right. and everything else. And so I talked to my wife and I said, Hey, you know, we're, we're really thinking about making a run at this. And we kind of looked at different States, right? Pennsylvania, Florida, you know, Montana, Texas, you know, these, these different tobacco friendly States, California, one of which is not. No. And really? uh, that, a, and that was I, actually I can't so, believe so that. One of the advice, Go on that for a little bit. What do you what do you mean to, tobacco friendly? Tobacco friendly as far as taxation goes. Oh, okay. Okay. So taxation. So when you um you know whether you manufacture a cigar, whether you wholesale a cigar, whether you retail a cigar, mm-hmm. right. it's kind of like the alcohol yeah. industry. You know the government gets their cut yeah. every step of the way. Yeah. Oh yeah. And so you're just trying to find a state that has the least amount of that action. So then it leaves more opportunity for margin. And, um, you know, so we got to talking about it and everything else, and, and we decided, you know, hey, Texas is going to be the place that we're going to, you know, headquarters it out of and this and that and everything else. And long story short, you know, uh, Kyle and his wife and myself and my wife, Carrie, we decided to come out here, and we looked around a little bit, and we found this old rundown, dilapidated farm in the middle of Wise County that had no idea about it. Yeah. But it bordered the grasslands. We have horses, wanted to have cattle and everything else, and so... You know, started doing a little bit more research and everything else, and then we prayed about it. And we said, you know, we'll we'll give it a year. We'll we'll come out here. We'll cut everything, bring the kids, and we'll give it a year. And if we can make a go at it for a year, 
then praise God. If we can't, I'll go to the oil fields. Oof. I'll just. That's a big I'll, commitment. I'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Because there was no safety net. I mean, we, you were all in at that we point. We were 100% in. We yeah. moved out here, no exaggeration, with 2500 bucks in the bank. And it was just, all right, let's go. And uh, saddle up. And we did, you know. And then, again, it was one of those things that a door after a door after a door after a door just kept opening up. And then we just fell in love with the community. We fell in love with the, you know, the, the town, the county, the North Texas atmosphere, being in the country and everything else. Joined the volunteer fire department, you know, there in town and, and uh, really got connected with some great local people that were just good, God-fearing, friendly people. Yeah. So, so at what point did you realize you were beside a, a winery or a vineyard? What point did we realize? Yeah, so did you hook up with uh, Marker you know, Sellers? Yeah. Marker Sellers. Well, I knew that we were right up the street from them, yeah. you know, when we originally bought the place. And then, um, again, those were just some great neighbors that just welcomed us to the neighborhood. They had spent some time out in California. They had kind of known, you know, and everybody does the same thing. Why are you guys moving out here? What's your thought process? What do you, what's your political views? <laughs> yeah. How are you voting? Yeah. Yeah. And, and once you pass all those, you know, and everything else. We moved out here like, and Texas got redder. I'll tell you that. Yeah. 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 No question. Yeah. yeah. No question. And, uh, and so, you know, immediately we knew. And then, you know, it was just one of those things with the conversation with Mark and, and Becky and everything else that they wanted to differentiate themselves on the North Texas wine trail and everything. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, so just hanging out with them and going to their place and talking with them and so on and so forth. One thing led to another. It's very similar, like what you all do with the whiskey, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. It's very similar in whiskey, in, you know, food and cigars and wine. You know, you have to be able to mature your palate in whatever discipline that you're doing so that you can en truly yeah. enjoy the presentation of whatever, you know, like, you know, whether it's the Woodford that we had earlier or the Whistle Pig, you know, they're different and they're unique in and of themselves. Yeah. Yeah. They're not good or bad, although we have well, no, bad some of them whiskey are really all good. the time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. But, but they're unique in, in various ways. And that's the art part of it right yeah because taste is subjective right mm -hmm. oh i think this is great this is my favorite someone else goes i don't even like that it's horrible right yeah the same thing with you know coffee or whiskey or cigars or you know we have cigars that have won number one cigar of the year awards well the people who know cigars think this is the best cigar that came out this year and then yeah. it's funny because you'll see someone smoking and they're like oh yeah, yeah you know i smoked it i didn't like you're like okay well hey you know what you get to like whatever you want to like. It's America, man. Yeah, so, right. yeah. you know, if you want to smoke, you know, I don't like it because I like to smoke, you know, acid cigars. God bless. Yeah. Smoke them, man. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So when we put out our first cigar, which is Jamais Vu, right? We won two number one Cigar of the Year awards, right? So this is a great cigar. We worked years and years on making this cigar and bringing it to market, all this stuff. Well, my uncle, his name's Buck, so I literally have an Uncle Buck, right? Nice. My Uncle Buck. Great movie. Smoke, yeah, great movie. <laughs> Smoke cigars. So he catches when that old nephew makes cigars, and he, he obviously wants some free mm -hmm. stuff. Oh, hey, so proud of you. So we're, hey, uh, Uncle Buck, I'm going to send you some free cigars, right? So I sent him some cigars, and these are very, you know, these are strong Nicaraguan boutique cigars. This is nobody's, nobody's yeah. not a joke, right? This isn't playing around. I'm yeah. playing around, right? So he gets them, and I, and, you know, I mail them out to him, all the stuff. He gets them, smokes them, and I get a, I get a phone call like uh, two or three weeks later. Oh, oh, hey, Uncle Buck's calling me to tell me how great this cigar is, right? Uh-uh. So he, <laughs> I asked him, go, hey, Uncle Buck, what's going on, man? He goes, hey, I go, hey, do you smoke those cigars? What do you think? He goes, 
I love you. And I thought, oh, here it comes. Uh-oh, right? No. I love it. Man, I just, it was just a lot for me. And I kept, because he likes Drew Estate acid. That's what he smokes, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Or he smokes tobacco special or he, he smokes yeah. Javas. And I'm like, hey, that's what that's, we started all along. Yeah, right. Oh, there you go. You got a little friend coming in to say yeah, hi. Yeah, coming in to say hi. Give it nice. to, oh, to Doc, gee, make him shoot it. No. <laughs> no, get that away from me. Or get it back to him. Give it back in front of Doc's face. I didn't get it on video. Oh. Oh, it just dropped oh, it on, oh, Doc. There he goes. There he goes. <laughs> That's what happens when your uh, studio is out in the How's woods. How's your triage skills, Doc? <laughs> yeah. You got them EpiPens handy? Wow. I hate scorpions. You got them EpiPens handy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put him in there. We'll blow some smoke in there. There we go. Say how, how he likes Ezrazan. <laughs> he'll, like, start getting all huge. Yeah, he'll get all big and yeah. break the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Doc's like, take that, take that. Take yeah, that. get some of this. Put that on video, Doc, so people I mean, can I know, see it. I know it's a God's creature. It but. is, but it's a <laughs> shitty one. But Just like snakes. They deserve I mean, a miserable should, death. I agreed. He hurt. should enjoy the cigars like we are. Yeah. <laughs> we're, yeah. 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 we're just trying to give him yeah. what we got. Sorry okay. about that interruption from Scorpion. <laughs> that's what happens here, though. Yeah. Well, no, but Uncle Buck. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. I was like, what are we talking about? Oh, yeah, Uncle Buck. Yeah, Uncle he Buck. He wasn't a fan. Yeah, un- my uncle's not a fan. Because oh. it's, uh, it's not, it, again, it's just not his taste. not subjective. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Taste right, is right. subjective. So it was, wasn't his thing, right? Yeah. So I mean, that's cool. If you want to smoke acid, great. If you want to smoke Swisher Sweet, God bless. I'm just hey, glad you're whoa, smoking. Whoa, whoa, you're going a little too far. I'm there. just glad you're <laughs> smoking. <laughs> that was hey, too we all started somewhere. We all started somewhere, brother. Great. Tip. That was my first Boy, cigar. Mine too. <laughs> yeah, man. It, it was great. I remember that. Oh. Give me some backwoods. Come on. Don't have to put them in a humidor. No, no. We just keep them in the pouch. We buried them in my rucksack. And buried those things for years <laughs> in the core. Man. We, we buried them. Of course, I was like 13 when we first started getting them. We'd bury them in the creek, mm-hmm. like in, underground. So you know they were nice and uh, hiding from our parents. Yeah, they were nice and humid by the time you got back to them. I got a glass over here. I'll, I'll use. Oh, okay. There we are. Have it. I'll just okay, so there. so I want to embark on chapter four. Hold on. Uh, before you do that, okay. Before yeah, you do that, you yeah, about? yeah, we're already on. Let's chapter get a first four. third review from this uh, well, cigar. Yeah, here. you got to pair it with yeah. the whiskey. You got that's what it's oh, for, right? So there it is. Yeah, you take a puff of the cigar, then take a little swig of the whiskey, and then just see how the flavors develop. I'm drinking rye, so it's not really fair. Rye is not a good pairing with the cigar. I don't think. It's all subjective. Yeah. Some people like it. Some people like just, you know, smoking cigars with like a Coke or a Dr. Pepper mm-hmm. to get that yeah. sugar, that That's caramel yeah. Yeah. that pairs against, you know, that. Well, speaking of that, before we get too deep in this, what I just found out is what goes good with cigars, which I would have never thought because I'm I'm not that guy. Port. Mm-hmm. I had a, I had yeah, a port, port the other day. Yeah. Any fortified like, beverage. God, that's yeah. amazing with it. It's a good way to finish the yeah. night. Oh, yeah. I want some port. I know, right? We got to get some port. We got to get some up here. We got to get some port. Um, what I wanted to ask is, um, you know, we were talking about influences, and several of the names you mentioned I didn't recognize, but I recognize mm-hmm. is it Jonathan Drew, Drew Estate? Yeah. And then um, Jonathan uh, Marvin. O- Olivia's. Oliva? I recognize that. Yeah. Oliva. Yeah, I Patron. recognize that brand. Patron. Yeah. We smoke Camachos, uh, CAOs. Yeah. Yeah, Patron. CAOs. Rocky Patel. But Drew Estate. Rocky. Yeah. Drew Estate was like. The Tiger Woods of golf yeah. to cigars. 100%. He really brought them into like you know the forefront of modern society. Like if you want to if you want to be big and bold, you know you get you grab a cigar. Which is crazy to me because even at the time I thought, well, this tastes like my grandmother's perfume. That depends on what you're smoking. You're talking about acids. 
Yeah. Yeah. But he had the natural yeah. line. Um, yeah. He, yeah. And, and the natural Rigos. line is unflavored, right? It's right. just blended tobacco to get those. Natu- natural. Sweet. Then. Tobacco yeah, Special, right? Tobacco Special's uh-huh. flavored, yeah. right? It's like a coffee-flavored thing. Yeah. But then you got oh, your yeah. Ligas, you got your Herrera Estelis, uh-huh. you got, I mean, they're Deadwood. There's sure. so many different absolutely iconic lines. And that's right. one of the things, like, you know, going back to what we were first talking about, these guys are, like, rock stars to us, even mm-hmm. still. Like, we're the ultimate cigar nerds, even still. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we still fanboy cool. out over, you know, Chris got a call from a, a cigar maker uh, just here a few days ago that is a friend. But it's still like, how in the world? I still fanboy out the fact that we're talking to this dude. Like, that's crazy. It was just about <laughs> cigar business stuff, right? Yeah. Just like, how how are we living this life? It's crazy to yeah. us, right? That's awesome. Because we still like that. That the we're still young and full of wonderment, right? Yeah. Like, we just haven't lost yeah. that for cigars. And I know that that's a lot of priceless. people feel like that. Yeah, yeah. A lot about a lot of things. But if I hit, you know. The lottery tomorrow, and I had a hundred million dollars. I would still smoke cigars all day. Yeah, we'd still make yeah. cigars. That's what I would sure. do. We'd yeah. still do it. If you were cool, you could be like Ozzy Osbourne. I think he smoked twenty six Cohibas a day in his Jeez. prime. That's a lot of fucking that's cigars. A lot of cigars. That's a lot of cigars. That's a lot of money. Oh, that's a lot of money. Which is but back know, in the day when Cohiba was Cohiba. Yeah. Yeah. Is Cohiba yeah, not so Cohiba to go anymore? Back to the the well, cigar Dominican now. And, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So to go back to the cigar pairing, mm. I think it tames a little bit of the rye. Yeah, with the cigar, I get a lot more caramel. Caramel. It's talking like a Texan now. Caramel. Uh, I get a lot more caramel out. Caramel. That's, this, uh, that's uh, that whiskey talking. Of about. Caramel. Hints of pecan and. Uh, <laughs> oh God. No, we do not say pecan. I don't know where in the hell that came from, but it's wrong. Pe- east. And the alvoid. Pecan. East alvoid. So you mentioned a couple, two or three times, best cigar, rated cigars. I have that on my notes. So how do you win best cigar, and what does the rated on cigars mean? Because you'll see like a, a 92 rated, a 95 rated. Now, what, right. what, what is that? Well, in general sense, the ratings, the, the numerical rating that you're talking about is, you know, 1 to 100. Mm-hmm. And the reality is it, once you start getting down into the 70s and everything else, people are pretty much not even going to listen to you. Uh-huh. Right. And Those are dog rockets. <laughs> they call them yard guards. They call They're them horrible. whatever the case is. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, just like with anything else, like wine, like whiskey, you know, and everything, um, you know, there's competitions. You know, whether it's you submit your cigars in a blind tasting or you submit your cigars in a in a name tasting so they know who it is or you don't even submit your cigars and then they procure their cigars blind and then give them to the reviewers and then they review them and it goes before a panel so you're gonna get reviewed you're gonna get reviewed whether you want to or not want to right but when you're starting obviously you want to get reviews because you're you know i mean like kyle said when our first cigar when we made that cigar we made that cigar with the intention of being the best cigar that we could possibly make Mm. and it's like that for best cigar ever every cigar yeah. that we make and um so we got to the point where we make the cigar and everything else and you know everybody's like oh hey you're new to the industry you're this you're that you know we're going to review your cigar mm-hmm. you know whether it's cigar aficionado or whether it's a blogger or whether it's half well or whatever the case is you're going to get reviewed and so again some of those we submitted for submission some of those that were just done blind and then they just started coming in and, you know, one, one of the things that Kyle used to say when we first started was, you know, you know cigars because you're mm-hmm. in the cigar industry, whether it's a retailer, whether it's a cigar fish now, whoever it is, a blogger, it doesn't matter. 
don't take my word for it. Take the cigar and smoke it and tell me mm-hmm. what you think. And that's all we're asking for is just smoke it what you think. Yeah. You know, and the reviews just started coming in, you know, and it was just amazing. And then all of a sudden you start getting, you know, number one cigar of the year, you know, you get these highly rated cigars in the 90s and everything else. And you're just like, oh, my gosh, this is unbelievable. And um, Tantrum was third, third year? Third year. And this is one of the most proudest ones that awards that we got. And it's called a consensus. And so what, what this organization does is they take all the reviews from all the reviewers, whether it's big CA or down to little guy, and they put it all into this algorithm and everything else, and they churn it all up and everything. And then they say, okay, this is the consensus cigar of the year. And they rate all the different cigars. And in our third year in business, we won the consensus cigar of the year with the Ezra Zion. Wow. Oh, wow. And that's when I was like, oh, crap. Like, there's so many people that like this cigar out there mm-hmm. that when they put it all in, and they came out. And I remember that phone call that we got, and I was in the middle of a meeting, so I handed my phone to Kyle, and he stepped out of the meeting, came back in, and he's like, dude, we just took this. Consensus. We just won. <laughs> he's like, was that, was that all right? I said, dude, we just won the consensus number one cigar of the year award. And he was yeah. like, shit. Who was that? I'm like, dude, no, I'm serious, yeah. man. I'm like, what? And then all of a sudden you start getting phone calls from, you know, Dave Savona with Cigar Aficionado. And, you know, hey, I want you guys to come out. We want you guys to sit down. We want to do an interview with you, oh, wow. you know, and all these guys. And all of a sudden you're like, whoa, you know, it's, it's, it's a big deal. And we're, we're, we're so humble, uh, you know, by We're so that. humble. We're the most humble. Most of anybody that, that people would you know think so that that's such a you know you sound, you sound like Trump over there exactly <laughs> I'm the most humble <laughs> so, so, ask anybody so. I am the most humble ask anyone okay <laughs> he's so humble I'm so the humblest humble. of the humble yep so that just continues everybody's on. saying it yeah, everybody everybody <laughs> everybody it. knows it everybody knows everybody knows and ask it's just, anyone it's just it's just <laughs> it's just humble exactly oh, God you and know, so now it's to the point where you know we we don't even do submissions. Yeah. Um, which no. is, you know, uh, you know, some people in the industry are like, well, you, you know, you're not playing by the rules. You're not doing that. You're not doing that. And everything. And at the end of the day, as long as the feedback we're getting from the consumers, mm. you know, if you're going to work, that's the only and you're going to really spend counts. your hard earned money on yeah. our cigars and you get that and you go, this is just amazing. I mean, I would spend two times that I'd spend way more than what I paid for. Mm-hmm. You know, um, just like when you came in and you grabbed a cigar out of the humidor and everything else, and you're like, what? Mm-hmm. You know, you're talking about a very inexpensive cigar, but right. it's providing you an experience that, you know, some people might be charging, you know, 12, 15 bucks for that. Shit. Higher yeah. than that, I've seen. Yeah. 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 And that's, and from like day one, that's one of the values that we had was, you know, I, we, we knew it was like to buy cigars, right? We're just cigar yeah. guys, and there's a large portion, and it continues to grow every single month, right, of the family budget that goes towards cigars. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. getting any free cigars, right? It was like, oh, dude, we're getting free yeah. cigars, because we're spending a lot of money on cigars. Right? We just yeah. love cigars. Yeah. So when we were like, hey, we actually get an opportunity to make cigars, one of the big things, and it's still huge to us, is like, these, these, these are people that trust us enough to put down hard-earned money to buy cigars, like, and they could buy from a lot of people, they're, but they're buying ours. That's a huge deal to us, and and that that uh, I don't know that value that that 
that thing with us has never gone away. Like it's still a big deal to us. It still matters to us a lot. Like it's a, at the forefront of our mind all the time that people are working really hard and it's right now it's harder special. than ever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. To, and then, but they're still wanting to smoke. And so, and they're going to buy our cigar. That's a huge deal. So we have got to like, well, just bluntly say it. We got to put out, mm-hmm. dude, we yeah. got to put out. Every blend has to be better than the last one. We're never going to phone it in. We're never going to be, oh, well, you know, we're good. No, no. It's kind of like the band that like, you know, they scrap and they travel and they tour and they, you know, they have some hits and they get a claim and then they, they just kind of saying anger and it's just like, Meh. we're never going to do that. Like <laughs> we just can't because yeah. it's just that thing. Like, you know, someone's going to, they, they love us and they trust us. And I don't want, ever want anybody to get an Ezra Zion cigar and be like, man, they, you guys used to be no, yeah. we're yeah, not going to used to be nothing. Every cigar has got to kick massive ass. Every single time. Sorry, Mom, I know you're watching. Every yeah. <laughs> single time it has to put out. Yeah. You know, it's a big deal to us. The, the cigar, when you smoke it, has to put out. The, the, the artwork has to put out. Your experience, you know, we do mostly e-commerce, right? Yeah. With your experience of getting that product, opening that box, and the stickers you mm. get, the whole Ezra Zion experience needs to put out every single time. I'm glad you yeah. broached that. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about cigar labeling. Let's because with, in the cigar world, yeah. I, I very much feel like you can judge a book by its cover. Because you can have some labels that are you know kind of mediocre and i'm gonna skip right over those but then a lot of have, people smoke the band yeah let's be yeah. honest yeah, yeah. yeah. you know it's if true. it catches same the same thing eye. with wine same yeah. thing with whiskey yeah. right it's 100 true mm-hmm. yeah you want to you want to have something that ca- if you don't know about it you know coming into it you want to have something that catches your eye that says hey we've put you know can i show this one yet or is this a oh yeah, yeah. no that yeah. Was, yeah that came out a long time we, ago we want to put hey <clears throat> there we go we want to put time and effort into our artistry in our labeling because that reflects the product that this thing is wrapped around and the time and the yeah. commitment into that too. So yeah, you absolutely can judge a book by its cover, I, in my opinion. Yeah, you and, can. And I will tell you one one thing to take it even a step further and double click into that is that early on we're like, hey, art is a big deal in this. It's part of the product mm-hmm. experience, right? But if the underlying cigar does not put out, mm-hmm. right, it's the prettiest cigar that we're ever going to sell once. Yeah. Right. I mean, I've been burned by cigars, right? The label. Oh, it's oh, great. Yeah, all yep. the time. But you know, then that all the effort went into the band, right? And right. not the product that yeah. it's wrapped around. And so you're like, oh, you bastard. You oh, you have. got me. Yeah. I feel like I got taken, right? Yeah. I got taken, however yeah. you say it, right? You right. got took. I got, got took. Yeah. So got it's it's both, right? The artwork has got to be awesome, mm-hmm. right? The name has to be intriguing. It's got to fit the profile of the cigar. But then that cigar has got to put out. Yes. It's got to be a home run every single time. Yeah. 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 Anyway, I, so, I just so in other words, the heart has to be into it like all the yeah. way. Well, yeah. we get asked all the time, you know, what's what's your favorite cigar? Uh-huh. Out of all the cigars you make, what's your favorite cigar? You know, and my answer is always the same. Yeah. It's the cigar I'm smoking at the moment. Yeah. There's and so the, many good ones. And the reason being is if I'm going to take the time to be able to, you know, take an hour or two hours and smoke this product or, you know, whether it's ours or somebody else's, it has to be able to stand up on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, having said that, if I take a cigar, you know, and going back to what you were talking about earlier, Doc, you know, hey, we come up with 6,000 ideas and only one hits. That's like what blending is for us. You okay. Know, we'll, we'll blend a ton of different cigars, right? And then we'll smoke it. Okay. And, and I gotcha. we'll even be emotionally attached and just be like, so man, emotion- I just want this so to emotionally taste attached. so good. Mm-hmm. You know what? It's still too young. Let's age it a little bit longer and then see how it comes out. You know, and then eventually it's just like, no, it's just. No, it's not going to work. You just have to put it down. So going yeah. a little bit of, when you say blend, it's just yeah. different types of leaves. Is yeah. that what you mean about blend cigar? Right. Okay. Yeah. I want to make an appeal to us uh, <clears throat> rural folks. Rural. Rural. Glad you say that. Farmers, you know, ranchers, chicken rate, whatever. I mean, 
who don't really understand cigars or this is agriculture right here. Yeah, man. This is 100% agriculture. Yeah. yeah. You're not. Yeah, but it's time spent out on the porch with your that family too. members. Yeah. Um, that's right. Yeah, I'm making mm, a yeah. broader appeal Around here to like somebody yeah. that's like, I don't smoke because that's the devil, whatever they talk about, you know, in that sense. But this is, no, this is, this is your fellow farmer and rancher right here, just mm-hmm. in a different way. Yeah. And then, and then back to the art. Is it, don't, is, don't look at me, bro. It's, it's you, right? Yeah. On y'all. So Names I have a picture art. and we'll, yeah. we'll probably put it out when we put oh, so, post. Oh, so besides the, uh, I came cigar in. label. Right, Heath wasn't done talking. No, yeah, we'll just yeah, go it's, ahead, it's, dog. Uh, it's yeah. all you, bro. I thought that's just where you're going. Take, take off with it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just go. Whatever, whatever you want to talk about. Is there a class we can send him to? I think. It, well, some, something happened. He's, he's got worse. I know. Like all yeah. of a sudden, he's just like, Doc. Do you need to read in. verbal judo? Because <laughs> yeah. I read that a couple times at yeah. the request it's of some people like I love. Right the, this is yeah. the second podcast in a row. Like it's, right in the middle of a question, he's just like. It's it's called taking your opponent off guard. I guess so. I don't yeah. feel like yeah. I'm supposed to be your opponent, you dickhead. <laughs> yeah, we're whiskey bros. Yeah, we're rolling. Yeah. Yeah. Whiskey bros, not whiskey. I, I love you, bro. Whiskey foes. <laughs> we're whiskey foes. I'm a whiskey foes podcast. Whiskey tonight. sparring. When yeah. Doc's on the mat for jujitsu, he just reaches up and just squeezes your junk. <laughs> <and> <laughs> I was just exactly catching you right. off guard, like, bah, hey, 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 yeah. you know. <laughs> so back to my question. <laughs> Isn't all the art, art? Are you the one that do all the artwork? Yep. Is that is that correct? I, yeah. I thought that's what we said. Yeah. So there's been through the years. There's been a few uh, art pieces that we've uh, worked with other artists and licensed or you know kind of thing, whatever. Because I, th- I just thought they were so amazing, right? Right. And it's been cool because you know, with that we've been able to develop really good relationships with very good people. But by and large, ninety nine percent everything is that's all in house, man. Again, it's yeah. part of the uh, creative process yeah. of. You know, and like when you smoke the cigar, you're looking at it. It's the whole entire thing to me is just a giant piece of art. Yeah. The blend is a piece of art. Again, subjective. Some people look at, you know, a painting and go, I hate it. Some people are like, oh, I love it. Right. Subjective. But the blend is art. Mm. The band is art. The artwork, the name of it, the, you know, that kind of stuff. That's a, so that's a great that's uh, fun, way man. to talk yeah. about cigar. I've never, never even thought about that, but that's yeah. pretty true, though. It's well, and let's be honest. I mean, the vast majority of the consumers of our product are men, right? Mm Dudes are visual. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, we want, we want to yeah. look at something that's appealing. We want to be able to have something that grabs our attention and, you know, and maintains that. But so, I'm a little so, surprised. So what you're at saying the is this is a nice, nice set of tits. <laughs> I mean, hey, I think that's, what thank you're you. that's your art. I, <laughs> but I'm surprised to see the amount of women that are actually into cigars, too. There's I mean, a lot follow, more. Follow a few. Yeah. I've yeah. seen As time goes on. into your shop yeah. and your uh, cigar bar, and that's I've also great. seen on Instagram pages. Like, we follow a few cigar yeah. uh, pages, and lots of women in that industry now. Yeah, I, th- I think most of that stuff awesome. online, though, is selling point. Probably so. Because if you got a ugly looking ball headed beard to do like me, so hey, buy my shit, bro. Hey, you really need to try this. But then you got some really smoking hot chick saying you really need to try this. Y'all need to find the the skinny Russian chick that does the. Have y'all seen it like that? Oh, what do you call that? I don't know. ASMR. Yeah. She does that, and you need to find her. She comes up and like. No, because well, this is yeah, and which I don't think you are on TikTok. We just stuff, have Chris but, do that. Yeah, but, there you go. But there's a lot of people. Try it, Chris. It, it's called duetting, <laughs> duet, duetting. I think your videos. There's a lot of people making fun of her, but she says something like, she, she does what? She gets real close to the mic, and she's like, Mercedes. And then you'll have this just random dude eating SpaghettiOs, and he'll be like, 
Spaghettios. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now back to my question. Oh, yeah, it's important. Oh, yeah, wait, let's get back have to a question? Yeah, let's get back to He's been sitting here Jeez. stewing on it for That's the past Yeah, you notice he hasn't talked yeah. since Red then. Can't forget this. Uh-uh. So, so besides the art and How's the, the weather going today? Yeah, it's, it's, nice. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty Cold nice outside, outside yeah. right now. I'm really enjoying this. You guys got anything this. you want to talk about? Really enjoying this time of year. Touche. Besides the art on the label and the art in the cigar... You know, it's like what other art? It, like you said, art piece. Okay, mm-hmm. so is 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 this the art piece? Yeah. So, I mean, if you if you know what goes into blending a cigar, right? That I that don't cigar, know what goes okay, into so blending a cigar. There's a, there's, so by the time Oof. you get to just the entire tobacco process, right? By the time that cigar you know gets in your hands and you're smoking it, yeah, literally 300 sets of hands touch that tobacco, right? From the time that the seed gets planted, it's a huge laborious process. So like he was saying, right? Agriculture. It, I mean, it is. It's an 100% agricultural, hundred percent handmade all the way through, and it, and at every stage, it can be messed up. So if it, the mm. harvest gets messed up, or doesn't get watered right, or the climate, you know, crop can you have a crop failure, or after that gets harvested, if it's not aged in the aging barns right, or if it doesn't get fermented right, or if you have great tobacco and you make a horrible blend, or if the blend is great and it's the greatest cigar ever, it's an awesome Padron and it yeah. doesn't get humidified right and it dries out. It's yeah, like you can get ruined or you can cut it wrong. You could smoke it wrong. You could light it wrong. Like you, it can get jacked up like 10,000 different ways. Right. Mm. So the cigar and the tobacco itself, that is a piece of art, right? That got created because someone took individual leaves and in an artistic way, there's no, there's no recipe book that, well, I mean, there is once you create it, but there's no, book that says this has to go with this that's it's not science right yeah it's art it's i think this tastes good with this it's a recipe right yeah, it's a so how many different kind of valid point yeah, yeah. It's, it is so how yeah. many different kind of chocolate cake recipes are there right and grandma's got this recipe and this recipe yeah it's art so that part of it is art but then when you come up with a name for something and and uh it gives you an idea. It gives a character to that particular blend, right? If mm-hmm. it's a mamacita, right? It gives a certain inflection to that blend that you're now is in your mind, right? Yeah. No, honestly, it's in your mind. And, but you're smoking and experiencing those flavors of that cigar through that filter, I guess, through that lens now. And then you have the artwork with it. And it's like, why did that cigar get named that with that particular, you know, art and everything else? Well, because like when I smoked that cigar, like that's what it is to me. It's this badass friggin' it's full bodied it's strong it's just this and that story is presented yeah. with each cigar exactly it's a yeah. whole art piece put together that you get to wow, experience when you smoke it that's how i think about it. i know that's pretty cigar nerd but that's just who we are yeah, i mean we that's like that's super deep and and it's so individualistic you know it's uh i've only ever thought about i mean yes i've thought about like cigar and how does it taste and how does it pair with whiskey all that aspect, but I would say I, I've been fairly limited in that aspect, and it was all about just the socialization of the cigar itself, and and so it seems like you're adding like even depth to what my own experience has been. Yeah, that's cool. Right? Mm. Which which has been a, very much about other people, but no, it's about the experience as well. Yeah, and it's just right? it's a continual uh, you know deeper appreciation right mm-hmm. for the product so if you go to uh 
you go to uh, Woodford and you talk to the fine people over Good here. Good luck. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> if you go out to the winery at Marker Cellars, right? Yeah, there you go. You get a tour, right? And uh, Mark takes you around and you're you know, sampling different wines and different things. And he's explaining to you. You're probably going to be crying by the end of that tour. Exactly, but yes, right? 100%. Your appreciation for when that bottle of wine is presented to you, right? Or you're mm-hmm. opening right. that, you know, with your, with your wife or whatever. You're enjoying that wine. Like your experience with that is so heightened now. Yeah. Rather than like, right. I went to the grocery store and I got some wine. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. You know, yeah. so it's the same sort of thing. It's not a memorable experience. Right. So. Just the meaning of it is like, oh, it's like right in the feels. Yes. Yeah. Well, and in, in today's world, that's what we need. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's time. like why you decided yeah. to stop the corporate yeah. doctrine yeah. and you went into the boutique doctrine. Yeah. Right? It's to be able to provide an experience that's beyond just the, you know, simple fa- act of commerce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come and get your medication. Go home. Come and get it, you know, get home and everything else. And it's no different. You know, we all started somewhere. You know, we make fun of Swisher Sweets. We make fun of White Owls, you know, and Dutch Brothers. We all started somewhere, right? right? Yep. But if we can provide that experience to our consumers, whether they're in the lounge or whether they're at home, whether it's a Nomad branded cigar, an Ezra Zion cigar, Cigar Federation, whatever cigar that we make to them, it it just gives them that experience to be able to go along with it. Mm. And that's yeah. what, and that's what we hope it happens, right? We hope it doesn't just become, you know, oh, you just bought the cigar, you put it in your mouth, and you went and bailed, you know, two hundred bells of hay, and you forgot right. about what you were doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. I, I don't want that. I want you to take a minute and yeah. and hear about what's going on, you know. And yeah, nobody enjoyed a cigar on a golf course. Yeah, be- <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there's some great, uh, you know. I don't play good golf, but I can smoke some good cigars. Yeah, <laughs> be conscientious of yeah. what's going on around you. Exactly. And, and even to the artwork, you know, and everything else, you know, we have a line of cigars called Blessed Leaf, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, we've already said that we're believers. We already said that, but that allows us an opportunity to be able to present something to somebody that causes somebody to just think, ask yeah. a question. You know, what, what is, you know, why do you call it Blessed Leaf? Why do you have, you know, angels, stars, you know, the shield? Why do you have that stuff going on mm-hmm. to it? And it provides an opportunity to be able to have a conversation, whether it's a Bluff Leaf cigar or an Ezra Zion cigar, you know, yeah. just engage in that conversation. Take the time. We don't take time for ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, in today's world. I, I think that's super true. Um, you know, it's like, <clears throat> of all things, just taking the time to sit out and smoke a cigar. Yeah. I mean. That is the mantra of the whiskey bros. Yeah. And add whiskey into that equation, too. <laughs> but branching onto that. This, on top of this being a very special treat, and yep. thank, you, thank you all very much. I mean, this really does mean a lot to it us. It really, yeah. really does. Um, We're smoking in the studio. I'm telling you, it means a yeah, lot. This will never happen. A lot this will awesome. never happen again in here. I mean, oh, I don't yeah, know. I've already, I've already looked at the ozone thing on Amazon. It might. Did you, I told him about. <laughs> I, I told him about your ozone thing that you use. That's a good piece of gear, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, well, yeah, I mean, it's something it. about smoking a cigar while we're sitting here yakking. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyways, Valid. this is a. Really good cigar, and it, it is. is very multidimensional. You first, you start up, you get the uh, the light draw, the easy, the I, I'm almost a like a vanilla uh, pudding type thing, yep. mm-hmm. and then it ended up into kind of a, had a bite, a peppery ishness, if you will, mm-hmm. and now it's really smoothed back out, and it's it, it's very dynamic. Yep, awesome. It's, it's, it's a great great smoke. Glad yeah. y'all are enjoying it. And and on on what he said, an easy pull. So like that will, and it could I don't know, I could be a pussy. I don't know. But that will sell or turn me away from a cigar when I grab a hold of it, and I like gotta yeah, yank on it to get yeah pulled. super tight draw. Can you can yeah. you can you explain the or or you don't want one that's just like 
Two open. Two open. Yeah. yeah. Right. Then it's, right. it screams like I'm, I'm a yeah. cheapo or yeah. something. Yeah. So yeah. can you can you go into why some cigars are you have to like yank on them for three hours to get anything out of There's it? There's a joke there, but I'll, I'll just leave. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, bring, yeah. bring it on. Yeah. Go ahead, Chris. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, like Kyle was talking about, you know, when you're making a cigar, right, it's not an exact science, mm. but it is a little bit, right? Because when, when you end up picking all your different uh, filler and you know what binder you're going to use and what wrapper, obviously you have to count the cost. Whoa. Did you, to, that? Did you see that? You have to count cut the off. cost. You got to be a pro to that. do that. So when the when the folks are over there and they're rolling the cigars and everything else, they're actually you know weighing out how many leaves they have and this is how many cigars you have and this and that and that and how you roll that cigar. We use what's called intuvo rolling. So you actually oh. take that leaf and you roll it into like a tube, like a straw. Mm-hmm. Um, some people they do the accordion where they just fold it over, 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 over. And, and there's a Spanish word for that, but we can never get it right, so we just call it the accordion. <laughs> yeah, and we just call it the accordion. Those gringos. And uh, we, we have a guy. And then there's we some other there's call. some other people that just <laughs> grab it and they just crunch it together, you yeah. know. But being able to take the time to roll in tubo, you know, hat tip Jonathan Drew and Marvin Samuel that you know originally when they were starting to talk to us about that, they're like, listen, you got to make sure quality, right? Quality all the way through. Don't buy the best tobacco and then just have some crap-ass rollers destroy mm. your tobacco. Yep. You know, we use Intubo. That's what I recommend. And, you know, everybody that we worked with, you know, now uses that and everything for our cigars and, and theirs. And so what will happen, you can get a cigar that's made by um, maybe a, a newbie, right? Because everybody's yeah. got to learn. Yeah. And so they'll yeah. have the back of the factory where they're teaching the, the FNGs, you know, how to roll and this and that and everything else. And it's going to be too loose mm-hmm. or it's going to be too tight. So when they put it in the press, they put too much tobacco into it. And then it's just like with anything, it's just super, super dense. It's yeah. just, just, just clogging that airflow up. Now, they make spires and spikes that you can, you know, yeah. ram yeah. the cigar and yeah. everything yeah. else. If even, you know, and it, and it happens, you know, that's why we do quality control on the cigars. If we get one of those cigars and we get a bundle of those and we can pretty much figure out what happened there, but we'll pull that from our production so that it doesn't go out to the consumers. But what's happening when you get something that's a super tight draw or a super loose draw, it's just the manufacturing. It's, okay. it's, the, it's the couples that actually um, bunch the tobacco and then press the tobacco. It's either overfilled or underfilled. That's okay. what's happening. Yeah, and the other part is that you got people sitting in factories all day, right? right. And it's human hands doing it oh, on yeah. a premium cigar. Yeah. At the end of the day, they get tired, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... The fill can be eh, one way or the other. So one of the things we do, I'll give a little proprietary information. Nobody steal this, Mm -hmm. right? Every cigar we know to the gram how much it should weigh, ideally, Mm. to be ideally filled. And so every cigar gets weighed, not just draw tested. So Mm -hmm. we know that if, oh, it's under, you know, it's two grams light. (laughs) I mean, you're going to have an open draw. There's no question, right? Or two grams too much or it's going to be too tight. Mm -hmm. So. It's not that they're trying to do it wrong. It's that they don't know what they're doing or they're just really tired because it's a handmade product. Right? Yeah. It's yeah. Art. And they yeah. can have a cigar that's, even though it's the right weight, maybe they folded uh, the tobacco leaf inside of it. So then, you know, like I was saying, you know, there's actually machines. There's called a draw master machine. So you take the cigar in the factory and they put it on the end of this uh, machine and it pulls air through the cigar and it gives you, you know, how much pressure like, it takes to actually mm-hmm. pull it through. Oh, wow. So it might actually meet weight. But when you pull it through there, maybe a tobacco leaf got folded somewhere in there. It's, you know, plugged the cigar, and it'll, you know, theoretically it's supposed to be taken out of production. Mm. 
Okay. But you got to keep up on everything. What about pipe tobacco? Y'all thought about in, entering into that? Oof. Have you ever have yes. you ever had a cigar used where they use pipe tobacco? So I'm going to tell you something that's crazy. I'm a little mm. bit out there. All right. I have a tobacco shredder. So you can actually shred mm-hmm. your own tobacco. You can, you know, just it's a little small desktop and everything else. And which I, that takes a powerful shredder, right? Yeah, well, it's a, yeah. it's a particular shredder that is just meant for tobacco, and it's meant for those that want to create their own um, uh, pipe blends because you can actually buy leaf tobacco or you could buy, mm-hmm. you know, different batches of tobacco and mm-hmm. you can shred it up and everything else. But one of the crazy things that I like to do every now and again, because I enjoy a good, uh, good pipe. Yeah. You ask my daughters and they're like, you know, they, they love daddy smoking tobacco, smoking cigars. Well, you know, they're in the arena and I'm sitting on the rail or whatever the case is, but they really love it when I'm smoking a pipe because yep. it's so aromatic, right? Yeah. yeah. But I'll actually take some of our cigars, run it through the shredder, and then smoke it in my pipe. Nice. Uh, yeah. Like if they're too uh, too tight and you can't get a draw or they're cracked, they got yeah, damaged, they you just shred them up and smoke them in the pipe. Yeah. You can do that. Yeah. Nice. And, it, and it's fun. <laughs> but to answer your question, um, we did dabble in that you know, a few years ago, maybe five, six years ago. And uh, it's better to stick in your wheelhouse and and do what you're good at Mm -hmm. and leave that to those that do good at that. Okay. Because there's some fantastic pipe tobacco out there, Um, you know. Are y'all cigars for sale in Weatherford? Um, Yeah, on the the square in Weatherford? That's got not, not anymore. Really? Yeah, not anymore. Oh, that's yeah. unfortunate. Well, the the we have a funny story about some pipe tobacco. If you know the guy that runs the store in Weatherford, if, if you know the guy, and, you know the guy. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, we found a pipe tobacco that we liked, and I was we smoked it. I bought it. Yeah, and they're like, "Holy God, this is good! Yeah. Really good." Where'd you get it from? I'm like, "Just go to Weatherford. You'll know the guy when you see him. <laughs> Ask him about the the yellow tin of yep. pipe tobacco, and he'll know." And it sure. <laughs> He texted me. He's like, yep, I knew the guy I you were talking guy, about. As soon as I seen him. <laughs> as soon as I yeah. seen him. I'll just say he has a cat. And yeah. he, he may be looking at you. Are y'all fans you. of James Bond? He'd make sure. a great 007 villain. Villain, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, so as long are, as he knows his pipe tobacco. Yeah, he yeah, knows he, his pipe yeah, tobacco. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it is good. It, it, but it's weird because like I don't I don't like flavored uh, cigars anymore. Like I said, we we started out with acid toast and stuff like that. Every once in a while, I'll go back and get one. Like I got a fat bottom Betty, which that's still. Bl- I don't understand how that's non infused because mm-hmm. that's extremely extremely sweet cigar. Uh, but I don't I don't tend to go that route anymore. But uh, oh, are we seeing somebody? Yeah. Do we have? <laughs> it's my. Do we have guests? <laughs> we do. It's my wife and my daughter. Hey. Yeah. Oh hey. dang. Yeah. <laughs> what, come on, come on in. She's like, whoa, mom, this smells Cutie funny patooties. in here. This smells bad. <laughs> yep, this is my wife, Sarah, and this is my 10-month-old daughter, Cora. Yeah. Hello. I had the picture I was going to show y'all. She was the one out front of your uh, of your uh, establishment last night playing Hanging in the lights. Light. Playing yeah. in the lights. Yeah. 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 that. She loved it. <clears throat> Hi, sweetie. Hi, baby. Oh, we're tired. <laughs> yeah, it's bedtime. We are tired. So but, I, no, yeah, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Okay. No, go ahead. No, no. no we you all go know. Ahead. You go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to go whether you want him to or yeah. not. He's going anyway, so He's go going. ahead. I, I wanted to get on to chapter four. So chapter four for me was, like, I remember a time. Was chapter one, two, and three. Yeah, I think we, we skipped a few chapters. It. No, oh, okay. no, 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 we covered it. Listen to the uh, podcast, bro. I don't ever do that. Oh, okay. The, uh, so, so I remember a time 
within, say, like, I don't know, beer, you know, pretty much everybody drank the same five beers all the time. You'd go over to this guy's house, it might be this beer. You'd go over to this guy's house, it'd be this beer. And, and then that industry sort of transformed, and you were like, oh, wait, there's this, like, beer down in Fort Worth. And then the, the, a lot of beers from Colorado, and we kind of went through like the microbrew phase. And I would say that we're kind of post microbrew phase, mm. but are we sort of seeing the same thing within the cigar industry? You know, it's like back in the 80s, everybody kind of smoked the same big <laughs> five brand cigars, right. and then the 90s, and then the 2000s happened and it was like Jurist State, CAO, you know, you had Cigar International and Cigar.com and they kind of brought like new emerging things. And and now we're kind of post that phase and we're starting to see like the microbrew phase of cigars where you're getting some really good stuff out of smaller manufacturers. Are is Are we kind of like that with regards to cigars now? I don't know. What would you say? I would say, yeah, there's some analogous properties to that, like, Mm -hmm. you know, characteristics that are the same. Um, I think you saw a cigar renaissance, if I could use that word. Uh, It's a great word. Thank you. Yeah. Big word. Yeah. Cigar renaissance. The best words. I have the best words. The best words. Yeah. Uh, Driven by media, actually, right? So the first cigar boom, what they called uh, it back then, was uh, when Cigar Fishing Auto Magazine came out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. All of a sudden now, it's cool to smoke cigars, right? Yeah, you had big hitters on that. I remember uh, a specific issue with Stallone on it. Yeah, Stallone. Rush was on it, right? To start it off. Yeah, I had that. Yeah. uh, I bought that and hung it on my wall with Mm -hmm. Rush. I framed it, right? Amazing. So... Cigar Fishing really launched that boom where people became more aware of cigars. It wasn't just, you know, grandpa smoking, you know, his, his brand, his one yeah. brand he smoked, right, on the porch or whatever. And it was like, oh, this is, uh, you know, I'm seeing celebrities smoke cigars. Oh, let me try that, right? And uh, I know uh, Chris started smoking cigars before I did because he's a little older than me. But mm-hmm. uh, Throw him under the bus. No, uh, not, not under the bus. <laughs> but he can tell you, right, that, you know, he, he, was, he started to get into cigars right when that started to emerge. Cigar events, that was just barely becoming a thing. Rocky Patel mm-hmm. kind of spearheaded that, but... Those kind of things were popping up, and it was largely driven by media, by Cigar Aficionado. Mm. So once social media came online, you had Twitter, you had things like that, you know, Facebook, and you know, it was beyond just MySpace and everything else, Instagram came on, you started to see a second cigar boom yeah. driven by media. So now it's accessible. You can go on to Instagram, and you can see every boutique cigar maker, right, like, like us, uh, posting stuff and making great artisan-type cigars. Yeah. So if you can get the tobacco. So that's that leads to another set of problems now where, you know, good tobacco is now very hard to find. So you get yeah. a lot of guys who are now coming. Well, well, very, shortage. Very, yeah, well, there's only that? so much. Is, is that just yeah, so, there's only so much? Oh, we're getting or? into the weeds on the business part. So it, it's frustrating because you have uh, on one hand, hey, it's America. Hey, entrepreneur. Hey, go out and do your stuff. It's great. But there's only so much farmland, right? Mm-hmm. There are only so many people who have the expertise to grow Tobacco. And tobacco is not just going to grow everywhere. It doesn't either. grow everywhere, That's right? right? Yeah. So there's no yeah. factory. Factory. There's no factory grown tobacco out there right now. Well, there's a lot of people growing tobacco, but the demand for tobacco is it keeps growing because more mm. people say, "Oh, let's yeah. start a brand. Let's start a whatever." More people are smoking cigars. People see it now on social media. And go, oh wow! Instead of having to go get a magazine to be like, "Oh, this is cool," 
I want to smoke cigars. Now their Instagram or they have a friend who posts oh, something. Yeah. They, oh, uh, right. So that part of it's great. But now the competition to get, you can get tobacco, but to get good, good tobacco, tobacco yeah. it's different. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's We're like kind in of the, the 80s with cocaine. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So I'm good yeah. versus me. Yeah. Yeah. You were, you know, you were at least, you know, five and six years yeah. old in the mid 80s. You were a connoisseur. That's right. <laughs> Daddy said I need to work 24 hours a day. Yeah, for some reason, I started working way too early. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So it's uh, having to be creative on the, the growing side and yeah. be creative, you know, and actually knowing people who have good tobacco, uh, just different innovative ways of being more efficient against that's capitalism, right? Yeah. Got to figure out the most efficient way to do it. The guys who right. do will thrive. The mm-hmm. guys who don't that aren't working as hard or don't have the skill set or don't have the connections, they, you know, the product's mediocre. It doesn't sell. It's not as good. And they end up, you know, going away. That's just how it is. Right. So, yeah. Well, in addition to that, you know, back then it was the wild, wild west. There was no regulation. Yeah. And so anybody could get into the industry as long as they had a connection. They, they took the time, took the effort, they could get into it. And what a lot of people don't know um, is we literally are just coming out of a huge regulation oppression that, you know, has, has been going on. And during the Obama administration, he tasked the FDA to regulate cigars along with all the other OTP really? products, other yeah, tobacco Yeah, we got products. lumped in, like you were saying. So we got yeah. lumped in, exactly, you know, with the chewing tobacco, so why, with the cigarettes, with the this that? and that. It's because, oh, I mean, it, it why makes, is Obama Obama? Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. It, well, it makes it easier on their end to regulate everybody instead tobacco, of right. instead of you know yeah. giving it tears to different products and it's, it's just like cigarettes it's right pure because government right. laziness is what it is they can control yeah. the industry right yeah. yeah and it's uh how many new cigarettes sorry i'll let you come back in but how many new cigarettes have you seen launched on the market exactly none right. so who's right. that good who's that good for if i'm marlboro i'm psyched or yeah. whoever yeah. owns them yeah. right whatever right. conglomerate yeah. big tobacco right. exactly big tobacco you're you're you're, that's, you're excited that's right valid. you want that right. so same thing with cigars you see a bunch of boutique guys come up that yeah. are starting to take huge market share. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe you don't like that. Maybe make some phone calls. That's what I think happened. But I got the tinfoil hat on. But I just see what happened with cigarettes. And you get big tobacco that goes, hey, I have these iconic brands. I have these whatever. And now this Johnny come lately is coming and taking a significant market share for me. I want these guys shut down. Yeah. So that's what I think yeah. happened. But go yeah. ahead. Yeah. No, and it, I mean, it took years and years for us. I mean, we had federal lawsuits against the government. You know, Kyle and I would go out to D.C. We'd lobby the, you know... Mm-hmm. Um, this is back when Mac Thornberry was our representative. You know, mm-hmm. we he didn't even know that there was a North Texas cigar manufacturer in his district. Wow. Mm-hmm. Until he came out to our ranch in yeah. Alward. And, you know, we showed him. And, you know, just meeting with, you know, different representatives, different state representatives, different uh, federal representatives, fe- you know, federal uh, um, senators and everything else, and going out there and doing it and, and just I mean, tons and tons of money going into this lawsuit and everything else. And just recently adjudicated in our favor good nice. deal yeah. so we may or may not have a certain representative coming on this podcast is there anything you'd like to no as far as the state of right texas goes we're good okay yeah we're good um we just FDA need a, a, a few a, casinos you know for people <laughs> to smoke your product in. well i mean hey the more the merrier, you <laughs> more know? The merrier. i mean one of the <laughs> things that you know we're finding in as far as state and local goes is more and more restriction of where you can enjoy your Tobacco product, right? Okay, yes. So, yeah. um, you know, in the, uh, I mean, where we live up here, it's it's really nice. You know, hey, 
keep it out of the schools. Right. You know, keep everybody it away. agrees with that. Of keep, course, keep, keep it, it out of the yeah. surgery room. Keep it out of the surgery room. Keep it out of the <laughs> little parks. You thing. got little Johnny and little Susie wanting yeah. to, you know, go and everything else. Right. You know, give them their space, give them their clean air and all that other stuff. Right. Which is fantastic. But, um, you know, there's no regulations that said that you can't enjoy a cigar on the square indicator. Right. Mm. And, and that's freeing because there are regulations in North Texas in certain communities oh, yeah. where you wow. cannot have a cigar. There's a certain city pretty close to us, isn't it? Uh, there's several cities that okay. are, you know, the Metroplex yeah. is riddled with them. Yeah. You know, I mean, you go down there and. It's all these it, people moving from California is what it is. <laughs> California. <laughs> Bunch of lefties. So, you know, the FDA is actually appealing uh, the law, the, the uh, Judge Meta, his, um, his ruling and everything else. So, you know, no fights back burning. On. The uh, box is not on fire, is it? Uh, it's just, uh, it's, it's the scorpion, probably. No, I think I accidentally ashed on this cork. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's like, what he did. Yeah. Something snot cigar smoke. Pass me the bottle of Some doom. The bottle yeah, of thanks. doom. The bottle, bottle of doom. doom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I won't be against another whiskey. All right, yeah, what do you want, man? We got plenty. Oh, hey, yeah. yeah. Surprise me. All right. Ooh, okay. Give them some blood oath. Give them right. some good stuff. Yeah, surprise Give me. Give them some good stuff. So to your point, Doc, is it, I think we're actually on the cusp of being able to get back to how it was back in the day. Because right yeah. now, we're no longer being lumped in with all those other tobacco products as far as regulations goes. And I think that's fantastic. But also, to Kyle's point, that's one of the things that it's... It's a love-hate, right? You love seeing new products come out, but you also hate the competition because yeah. we're yeah. all fighting over the very finite amount of good tobacco that's out there. Right, um, right. You know, fortunately, we have fantastic uh, relationships with our growers, you know, with the different tobacco suppliers, with the different manufacturers or uh, factories that we, you know, co-op and everything else. Thank you. And so we're pretty set and we're pretty solid, but, I mean, we're all for trying different stuff. Okay, yeah. pass the blood oath on around. So, oh, he's passing it around. So to bring it full circle... How, like, how many workers do you have in your pipeline? Yeah, that's what I was going to kind of get into a little bit because, like, Trinity Street, I know their their big thing is seed to cup. Mm-hmm. So they they own their, I think they own farms now. So they have control from as soon as the coffee plant is grown all the way to till they serve you in Decatur, Texas. Is that how you guys, or how how does that work? Do you own any farms? Do you buy your plants from? How, how does all that work? If you can get into any of that. No, sure. Um, no, we don't. Again, it's very relationship. And we also, you know, it goes back to do what you do best uh-huh. and leave that to the yeah. experts that do best. Um, we have relationships with what we consider the best tobacco growers, the, the best uh, uh, farmers. Mm-hmm. And uh, tobacco suppliers that can actually find the tobacco for us so that, you know, we can focus on what we do really well and they can focus on finding those tobaccos for us. So the, the long answer is no, we don't own the fields. No, we don't own the factories. We have relationships with those that actually grow it mm-hmm. and uh, age it, you know, whether they're fermenting it and so on and so forth. And then, like I said, we, we co-op with the factories. So when they're running our stuff, they're mm-hmm. just running our tobacco. Running yeah. Our okay. That. And we bring it up here and turn it loose. Make some magic happen. Make it Well, happen. I'll tell you a little secret on that, right? Because I've oh, had a couple crap. of whiskeys. So yeah, here we here's, go. Here's what we figured out, right? Edit. We're, we're, yeah, we're, now you're getting down to the goods. <laughs> Early on, it was like, okay, well... How 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 much do we want to be in this, right? Do we want to live in Nicaragua? Do we right. want to, you know, a wife and kids? We traveled a lot. Thanks, dude. Uh, 
And it was like, even just the traveling to promote the brand became too much, right? Mm-hmm. And it, it literally came to a point where it was like, yeah, we sat down one day and it was like, we got into cigars because we love cigars. Right. And uh, dude, I hate this now. I, my, you know, yeah. I got a wife and little kids at home. You got a wife and little kids at home, and you know we're FaceTiming them every night. The kids are crying. It's like this is this is just not which is not working, right? Yeah. So that was just traveling around the United States promoting the brand at different shops and doing events and stuff like that. So when we looked at okay, do we want to grow? Do we want to invest in fields? Do we want to? Well, we don't have the expertise to do that. So we're literally going to have to live here and learn how to grow tobacco. Because mm-hmm. again, there's a difference between tobacco and uh, good tobacco, right? And it can get messed up so easy. So. What we found, and it really kind of made the decision nice. for us, was you look at these guys who grow their own tobacco and they have their own factories, and they say, oh, I'm vertically integrated, I'm awesome. Well, here's the, here's the, the mm. problem with that, is that if you have a nasty crop, you're stuck with it, right? Yeah. Now you have to make cigars with it, because you just got to get rid of it. You got to turn product, mm-hmm. right? That's true for coffee, it's true for tobacco, it's true for wine, right? You have a bunch of you have a vineyard, right? And your your yeah. your vintage it's or your whatever year. this year sucks, right? Yeah, you got to do something with it, right? Because right. you got all that money and all that time and everything else invested. And we thought, you know what? It's better for us, smarter for us to we work with about a half a dozen different factories at any given time, right? Because his brilliant idea, right, of not, of being hitched, of not letting one factory just own us and control us, right. and you know squeeze our nuts whenever they want to raise our price or change the tobacco, and we're just stuck. So we started that early on. And then it was, we can cherry pick, if we're smart, we have the relationships, right? Mm-hmm. Cherry pick the best tobacco. And so we spent our time and energy and money and a whole lot of liquor, actually, <laughs> getting in good it, with people. It helps. It, it helps. helps. Yeah. It, it, literally, it helps, right? I mean, we got you guys on. That's, that's, it helps. Amen. <laughs> it helps. Our time is better spent forging relationships with people who are expert at what they do and uh, let them do what they do, and then we can cherry pick all the best stuff instead of putting time, energy, effort into learning something from square one. And we're those gringos. I don't know. I know. I know. I can. I can taste good, right? right. Yeah. Blend good cigar. I could make something that's you know. I want this, and this is the stuff that I like. I don't want to have to be like, oh wow, let me look at the soil. All oh, the nitrogen is. I don't want to do math. Right. I don't want to do chemistry. You heard and I want to make that. cigars, right? Exactly. So, right. so we we're not vertically integrated, and proudly so. So yeah. that's the story behind that. So on the the whole blending and everything. So like I follow you guys on Facebook. Every once in a while, I'll see a random photo of oh, dude, we're trying out this new blend, yep. and it's just a picture of some dude's hand in a cigar. Yeah, it's my yeah. hand. I'm a hand model, dude. Okay, so when look at that, look at that, look at that hand. I have the best hands. I have the best the best hand. That's what everybody said. <laughs> They're really small and soft. I, I walked. I walked into that one. Sorry, <laughs> hey, I apologize to myself. Hey, there, there was a certain was it a country western singer that said. About the small hands, it makes everything look bigger. I think it was. So I, you got me, that's, man. That's what I got. You got me. I don't know. So when, when you when you when you're doing that, listen to that sound. That's a, that's a serious lighter. It is, boy. That's a torch. I ain't gonna mess around. Nah. Keep it away from the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just cost you guys thousand dollars. <laughs> so when when y'all have those blends, is is that what you're doing? Is you're just you're you, you've, I guess you've got somebody to make that cigar, and, and I've, I've guessed you've told them, I want to try this mm-hmm. blend, mm-hmm. and then they ship you out a sample. It's shipped, bottle. or something we do here, we're real yeah. cagey about that part of it, because okay. it, 
one thing also we did find out is that everybody's watching and everybody wants to rip you off. Oh yeah. So yeah. we got and then you They'll can't trademark a cigar a blend or yeah. trademark a relationship with somebody and uh, people will buy tobacco out from underneath of you. Though I mean, just I- anything, dude. Someone is always trying to stick it in you. Yeah, right. that's that's the unfortunate side effect of good capitalism. Is at any mo- given moment you can get totally so fucked. Just, somebody exactly. is out there to give it to you and they don't give a fuck. They right? do not they care. We right. literally have a line item for legal and there's a mm, reason yeah. for that. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Unfortunately. So yeah. So we do stuff. And like I said, a few different factories, some here in Texas, but again, we're pretty cagey about how and why we are, not why, but how and w- the way where. that we do stuff. Right. Where, yeah. And where, because yeah, we just got it. We've been burned a lot of times. Right. right? So yes. Yeah, so when we get a, a product, that's mm-hmm. something that we feel confident after blending, right. With raw leaves and you know, all that other stuff. This is pretty, probably going to be pretty awesome. Right. So let's, let's, let's sample these out. Let's roll some and then you got to let them age, right? Once a cigar is rolled... We we call it cigar puberty, but it goes through another ninety day process, and it during that process it referments and it tastes horrible. Mm, so like yeah. literally every cigar we do, Chris will tell you, I freak out. I'm like, we suck at making cigars. This cigar <laughs> tastes terrible. He's like, dude, this has been rolled for four weeks. I'm like, no, it's just horrible <laughs> and it tastes terrible. And now we suck, and everyone's gonna say we suck. He's like, just let it sit for you know two more months, and yeah. then two more months later, let you know, those tobaccos really marry together in yeah. that cigar. Yeah, and then it's like mm. night and day, like almost. Man, that's an uh, art coming into it right there. It exactly. is, but I freak out, yeah. right? I yeah. freak, and he has to like talk me off the ledge, and then <laughs> so that's what like we grab those on the way through the the mm-hmm. office, right? And I'm like, hey, look, we gotta you know try these or whatever. So when you're seeing those posts, it's us you know smoking through something, being like, is this good? And is it if it is, then is it ready? Mm. So that's what those are. So, so yeah. where, where I was getting with that was two, two, two things. All your, um, I don't know what y'all call it, but when you walk into your, your the cigar bar, mm-hmm. the humidor straight in front, where you have all your your new house release blends. stuff, your house yeah. is that what or house, house cigars, house blends and the exclusives, yeah, yes, yeah. So like right now, I think you, what what did I tell you? I had the chicken uh, fried chicken or there's something? some fried chicken that was I was shocked to see. I thought those yeah. were all gone. Where does yeah. that where does that come from? And then I ha- I think you have a, a really good seller, which is the cinnamon roll. Yep. Because yeah, every time I come in there, great. all I see is the empty vat where <laughs> said cigars used to be. Back to labeling. Which is yes. Hilarious. Yeah. So so where do you come up with that? Like where did you come up with fried chicken, cinnamon roll? What what was the other one? Something dead. Uh, uh, back from the dead. Back, back from, from the, the dead. dead. Yeah. That kind of, so where do you come up with the names for those? So that, every cigar's got a story, man. Right. Because it just again it, it means mm-hmm. something to us. So uh-huh. fried chicken was uh, this is now I think the fourth fried chicken blend, and they're all different, but the fourth fried chicken blend we've come out with, and fried chicken was the first small batch cigar we ever came out with. So like I was telling you before, direct to consumer. Yeah, okay. when when we were sitting down, like, dude, you know, we've been doing this. We love cigars, but we I hate this. Like, we're miserable, right? What do we got to do to change this? We we switched our business model to selling direct to consumers. Like, let's build an app. Let's just sell. And dude, I was like, let's just do the things that are fun. Like, I just can't with anything. I'm just so burnt yeah. out. I'm so everything else. And it was like, well, what was fun? And Chris was like, dude, well, I'll tell you what I thought was fun is when we made tantrum, man. The whole story. And I'll let him tell the story, okay. but the, of of blending that cigar, right? was just amazing because it was a super limited tobacco. It was a small batch run. And that's why it's so small was because they're like, you can't use this tobacco. Like there's not enough there. And they're like, no, we have to use it's amazing. And it was like, well, you can only make these little tiny. Cig-. And I was like, good. <laughs> then just make them little <laughs> tiny cigars. And then that's it. I don't, I don't care. Right. But he referenced that. And I was like, dude, if we can find amazing, rare, small batch tobacco. Right. And we can sell direct to customer. And dude, I don't, I said, dude, I don't care if we got a hundred of them. 
will sell the hundred cigars and then they're gone. But at least I'm home with my wife. I'm home with my kids. And then people, I get to make great cigars and enjoy my family. And you know, you too, obviously. And then it's a win-win, right? And people get yep. great cigars that are, and they're limited and people get pissed about that because they sell out. But I was like, dude, that's just what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. So fried chicken was named that because that was the first cigar we did. And I was like, okay, well, I got to name this. And it was Babe's Fried Chicken in Roanoke, man. That's what we, we love the fried chicken. Is that yeah. babes? Fried is that babes? Yeah. So it was fried chicken. And we then love the next us some babes. Yes. We love I mean, babes, right? It's, it's yeah. Oh. So then the second one was uh, Burn Ins because right up the road from Babes are in Roanoke is Hard Eight. Yep. It was like, man, brisket, Baby. right? So yep. like literally, it's it's that kind of stuff. So back from the dead, Chris was talking about the FDA stuff earlier, and it was like we put that cigar out as a, we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna live cigars cigars cigars. No, 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 no. I want one of those ones he brought. Oh, you uh, want one of the sample blends, uh-huh. the testers. The testers. Yeah. Well, test it out and tell me what you think. All right. Tell me if it sucks, tell me it sucks. Dude. I'm going Seriously. to. So yeah. I'm that guy. I'm, I'm, I'm the guy it. where it's, no, this is good, or this sucks. Yeah, because. Those two guys are just going to go, oh, I'm going to get a little vanilla, a little vanilla. <laughs> and I'm not that guy. Yeah, no. <laughs> See, I don't know. You, you, have a, you have a pretty good history of kissing ass. Well, no, I can kiss ass. Yeah, don't, I don't, don't have a problem wrong. saying something sucks. Yeah, I just, just don't know. I'm not the guy that can. <clears throat> Here we go get... battle of the egos. No, no, no. I'm, I'm yeah. being. Well, I mean, I'm telling on myself. I'm not that guy. Like I can tell you if I like a cigar. If mm. I don't, like I can tell you the cigar that you guys have that I've ha- that I have. Not, not. It, I don't. It's not y'all's. It's, it's a, it's a, a different makers in y'all's bar that I've had that I don't like. But I can't necessarily tell you why I don't like it. It's mm-hmm. just it's I, subjective. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, they can they can get more in depth on same way with the whiskeys. They're 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 I'm I'm the same guy with the whiskey. Yeah, this is pretty good. Or yeah, this is not. Mm-hmm. I can get a little bit of the peppery and the rise and stuff, but they're just more in depth in that kind of stuff. That's right. what I'm saying. I'm not I'm not trying to blow up. My ego's big enough. My head's big enough. I don't need to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty much the same way. I mean, Kyle's palate is definitely way more refined than you my. Got a cutter palate. over there somewhere? Uh, yep. But uh, he'll need the lighter as well. Yeah, we got two lighters here out of fuel. But my Sad. my palate is to the point where when we're blending cigars. And even if we're in the quality control stage, I'm like, yep, like it. Nope, mm-hmm. don't like it. Yeah. And it gets smoked about, I mean, not even that far, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Maybe it, an it's, inch. It's, yeah. Within an Maybe. inch, we know. That's it. But, but you know, I mean, which from is there, crazy Chris is like, nope. I, it's, it's the whole cigar yeah. that counts. And interestingly, like some of the cigars I've disliked the most, it's because of how they finished. Right. right. That's exactly, exactly what it is. Yeah. You blend for finish. That is literally that you just, yeah. and we were going to tell that, but that's the number one rule in blending is you mm-hmm. blend for finish. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. think about it. You smoke a cigar, you, the smoke's in your mouth how long? A second, two yeah. seconds, whatever, right? How long does that finish stay with you? I mean, 10, oh. 20, 30, oh, yeah. a minute. Right. right. And you're tasting it, tasting it, tasting it. So the guy who really taught us nuts and bolts on blending, Arsenio Ramos at Agonorsa, who's gone on to be with the Lord, hopefully. Um, that's the number one thing he said. And he, he's the guy, Cuban dude, who literally wrote, literally, the textbook that's used in Cuba for cigar making. He wrote it. He's wow. the author. Yeah. He taught us, right? And uh, Chris can do a great impression of how he smokes cigars. They'll My cigar's that. definitely not yeah. long enough for that right <laughs> now. It's, it's, pretty, uh, it's pretty gratuitous, but uh, it, you blend for finish. And that was the number one thing he hammered home all the time, all the time, all the time, was yeah. finish, 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 finish. Because if a cigar doesn't finish, it, it leaves you being like, eh, yeah. this cigar sucks. Right. Yeah. There's no flavor. There's no, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. A puff puff pass. Exactly. Switch it to, I want to bring this up. This is hilarious. So usually that air purifier, it'll give us, you know, a detail of 
the air quality in here. Yeah, it's warning, usually, warning. By the time we're you know done with the show, just a bunch of us mouth breathers in here, it's like in the red. It's like, but but if you look at it tonight, it says <laughs> severe. <laughs> but it also says good up on top. Yeah, good severe. Yeah, good. Severe. I've never I've never seen it in the purple before. That's it's hilarious. A good severe. Um, part uh, the two point five particulate matter nine hundred. It's pegged out at nine hundred ninety nine. The 10 particulate matter is pegged out at 999. Yeah, it's probably a California <laughs> fan. Probably. And you try you try them side by side. There's yeah. a big difference there. Big difference. Sure. Our, our cigar is way better. I just want to say. Yeah. There you go. I don't know what you brought us in. He's that. already like sampled a, a, a That's like, fair. I like fair. that he's already claiming no ownership. This yeah. looks like a lighter. Our cigars. You hear that? It's a lighter our leaf. Cigar. So I I got a I got an idea. All right. I got an idea. I like it. This is a lighter leaf. Well, a lighter so, l- wrapper at least. So y'all are 50-50, so I hope, I hope he likes it. <laughs> well, true. <laughs> true. It better be a good idea. It better but be a good gonna, idea. It's going to require y'all as well. Hey, we're all about it. That tastes like a cigarette to me. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, come I don't on. know if I'd go there. Come on. It could also be the gauge because it's a Lancero. So okay. it could also be your mouthfeel. Yeah. It's giving you that. Well, also what I was but, thinking is, <clears throat> on all y'all's blending and trying, and, and this fits perfectly. Can you, can you, like, so for, for us, we've started out with a really high proof whiskey. Mm. And then we could go to a really lower mm. proof whiskey, which is still extremely good whiskey. But yeah. when you have started with such a high proof and amazing whiskey, is what we, we started out with, that second whiskey could be like, meh. Yeah, it, it, yeah, the high proof the, numbs your palate yes. to anything afterwards. Do you, do, you, do you feel like cigars can do 100%. the same thing? Oh yeah. Like yeah. Do, do y'all ever get burnt out of? Yeah. We call it nuke in the palate. Yeah. Mm, okay. You know, and palate so fatigue. even even with you when you're blending and everything else, there reaches a point where your palate is just tired. It's just nuked out, and and you can't really discern anymore, and you just have to just stop. You gotta go eat. Go eat. Yeah. Go have a coffee. Go go drink some distilled water or something. Mm. Cleanse the palate out. Take a minute. You know, really, you know, just let the palate rest before you come back into it. But can't you know? To your point, Heath, when you were talking about you know a higher, um, you know, a flavor profile or maybe a stronger uh, blend, you know, can you go from that to a milder blend? Yeah, absolutely, you can. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, you know, let's just say you're having a steak dinner, and you come after you come out of Sweetie Pies, and you come over to the lounge and something like that, and that's still just sitting right there, right? Yeah. You want to follow that stuff up with something, mm. you know, a nice glass of whiskey, you know, maybe a nice stout cigar, you know, to go along with it, like a mofo. You go for a mofo. Yeah. You go for an Eminence. You know, something that just has that real deep, earthy, chocolatey, mm. you know, barnyardy flavors, real uh, super aggressive in there. And then after that, sure, you can kind of wind it down, you know, yeah. just like you're winding down an evening if you want. Or, you know, a lot of people, they'll start mild in the beginning of the day and, you know, with their coffee and everything else. And as they go through the day, you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and kind of move towards a more fuller-bodied cigar at the end of the day. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So like on a, a lighter <clears throat> cigar, and I'm just learning this, I'm, I'm, I'm not too in-depth <clears throat> in my cigars, but uh, a Connecticut, is that a lighter what I, the, I think I've only had like two, and they seem a little bit lighter on... It can be. Okay. So with a Connecticut, 99% of your Connecticut's are going to be blended to be lighter body, lighter strength, creamier, because that's just the nature of that particular wrapper leaf is very light and creamy, right? So yeah. the the, okay. the binder fillers that you put with that, it's easy to blend something like that. That being said, there are some 
strong Connecticut's, but they're hard to do. Uh-huh. They're hard to get to yeah. make, yeah, to taste right or to be balanced because that leaf is so far on the spectrum, right, of flavors to the light creamy side. So it's it's hard, but there are, and we've done a few of them, that are a, more of a stronger, like there's the Blessed Leaf uh, Nativity that's coming out in our Cigar of the Month Club, mm. right? It's the exclusive cigar. We do one every year for uh, Christmas, right? Wait a minute. You have a Cigar of the Month Club? Yeah. So Ezra Zion has an Ezra let's, Zion. Let's and talk about that. Okay, yeah. So we have a subscription Cigar of the Month Club for Ezra Zion. It's coffee. Like is as he looks like Corella de Villa down there. <laughs> let's, let's talk let's about, talk about, about it. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of saw that pinky go up wow, a little bit, I didn't yeah. I? Yeah. Yeah. That's with yeah. my yeah. 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 So I'd love to pitch my wares. Pitch yes, your wares. Absolutely. Yeah. So we have the uh, Ezra Zion give, Cigar. Give cigar and Coffee of the Month Club. Yeah. And uh, so every month it's a new coffee, right, that's made to have with cigars, right? So as far as the strength and the profile of that coffee, you're not going to get real mild coffee from an Ezra Zion coffee because it just doesn't stand up to the cigar, right? Yeah. Right. So side note on that, when people talk about pairings, which I literally was asked about today walking through the bar, I was like, look, best rule of thumb with pairings is just go strength for strength. So if it's whiskey or coffee or whatever, even medium strength cigar, go with a medium kind of strength whiskey. Mm-hmm. You don't want something that's got like a cast strength with a Connecticut, right? That's more of a mild. It's going to dominate the it's cigar. Overpower it. Yeah. It needs right. to be balanced. Again, it's all about finding that well, balance, right? Yeah. So, but with Connecticut, you can do strong Connecticut's, but typically, again, 99% of the time, you're going to have that, you know, the lighter and then your medium with your, you know, natural wrappers. And then Maduro, it's easier to make a, a really strong Maduro. Okay. Because it, the wrapper lends itself to that. So, on, since you just said Maduro, and I just had a Camacho double Maduro, mm-hmm. first time I ever had that. It was probably one of my favorite cigars I've had lately. Seriously? For some reason yeah. the screen went off. Nope, my camera I mean, just that's went a, off. That's a very, yeah, throw up the Whiskey Bro label. You're, but it was it was really you, good, You're though. canceled, dude. Shut down. Yeah, I probably got <laughs> yeah. canceled. Yeah, that's, I said California one too many times. That's it. Sad. Yeah, but that's but it a was really, really, really good. heavy cigar, too. But, well, see, I didn't think, well, so it, now that's another question we I have. Is, so it was the third cigar of the night. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, so... What is a heavy cigar night for you guys? Or a day, let's say. As How many cigars are y'all smoking in a day? Oh, daily. Like for me, for, for me, three cigars. <clears throat> and now this was in one setting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now this was, Jesus, six to, let's say, 1030 at night. So that's, that's a heavy cigar night for me, though. Mm-hmm. Is, is that, that's. Yeah. Nothing. That ain't it? nothing. That's, that's, you're a lightweight. Yeah. No, you, just, you can go back to <laughs> your, no, your camera now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that's back on. Most most people are lightweights. Yeah. So three, light, three is nothing. Well, uh, it depends on the day for us, right? Uh-huh. So if we're blending that day or oh, you see and stuff, oh, we're going to smoke 50 cigars that day, right? Not all. Not, not the whole well, thing, though, right? Some of them. Maybe, maybe not. Are, uh, pretty close to all the way, but a lot okay. of them are going to be, uh, no, it's trash, trash. But mm. You go through it, a lot. You go through right. a lot of cigars. And like Chris was talking about earlier, you're going to get palate fatigue. You're yeah. going to get, you know, your palate's basically raw. Yeah. You're done. So yeah. it's just, yeah, you're smoking. Like if you're going, if we're going to go over to the bar or whatever afterward, we're smoking to smoke. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting all the nuance because my palate's yeah. just wrecked. Right. right. It's like trying to go you know, do a CrossFit workout and then like, you know, you're, an hour later, I'm going to do 100 push-ups. Right. Well, no, you're right. not. Right. It's a, the same sort of and thing. And by the time you get to the bar, you're more of, it's off again, bro. I think we've ruined it. 
Uh, I don't know what to tell you, man. It's just done. It's got palate. So fatigue. is it? Is it it's more got palate fatigue? <laughs> palate yeah. fatigue does. Have it's got savage fatigue. bro fatigue. <laughs> yeah. It's like I can and only take so much. So much of that beauty. How right? many hours do you expect me to take of this in one night, guys? I mean, in all honesty. I mean, this yeah. is abuse. <laughs> yeah, it, it really is. is. <laughs> it ain't legal. It's not. No. And then time y'all get to the bar, y'all probably don't give a crap about every little flavor you're getting because you're probably at the point where you just want to. Depends on the day again. Yeah. yeah. If yeah. it's been a heavy cigar day, if we had production or, you know, sample something come in mm. or whatever, right? Or raw leaves come in that we're tasting. It's, that's a heavy smoke day, right? Mm. And usually so, in the bar, I mean, we're not doing that. We're doing that in the offices, yeah. right? Because you need to be engaged with that, I you know? So right. if we're at the bar and we're just, you know, hanging out, you know, and everything else, inevitably we're going to come in, we're going to engage with some customers or, you know, have a conversation or whatever the case is. But when you're working with either raw tobacco or blends or production quality control, you need to be mentally in the game with that. Right. Because that's, again, that's work. That's, yes. that's work. That's work for us. Right. You know, so we're in, you know, you, you all have been to the cigar lounge. So, yep. you know, our big air cleaners that we have, oh, yeah. we're talking about the filtration and everything else. We have just one of those in a room that is smaller than this studio right mm. here, because the wow. amount of smoking that we'll do that in on. a QC session. Yeah. yeah. And mm. it, they're industrial, uh, cigar filter or uh, tobacco, their air filters. Air, excuse me. Yeah, right. air, air filters. And so yeah. it, you know, so then that way we can you know really be engaged with that and everything else. And it's just us. It's just him and I yeah. and the tobaccos, and we're going and we're yes or no or yes or yes or yes. No, this is great. It'd be great if we took this and we put this over here in this blend. You know, making notes tweak, that kind tweak, of a stuff. So yeah. everything is y'all too. Yep. Just us. Every cigar that comes through, yep. it's a yep. yes or no. But that's pretty cool, that's too. That's pretty cool, yeah. 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 Yeah, it's fun. But on, I'm I'm curious, uh, what your question, what average number of cigars smoked in a day, on average, what would you say for you? Well, on you average. smoke on way more than I do in a day. I do. Because I tend to, when, it, when I'm in the office, you know, again, I'm the numbers guy, I'm the logistical guy, mm-hmm. you know, so I might be on the phone or I might be on the computer and everything else, so I might start and then stop and then have to relight, start, stop, and everything else. But, I mean, on average, you know, five to ten is nothing. Right. You know, on an average day. You know, he's probably, if I were to guess on him, and you could tell me how I'm right, you know, 10, 15? 15 would be high, I would say. Mm. But on a normal day when I'm like, you know. Yeah. Not working. Right. And I'm smoking to enjoy it. So, I mean, I walk a lot, right? So a lot of yeah. pictures see, because I'm, I'm walking, smoking blends. So they figured out I could actually, you know, do something healthy instead of just sitting in my office and smoking all day. I could, like, yeah. just walk and get fresh air and vitamin D from the sunlight and actually, mm-hmm. you know, do, you know, fitness, whatever, and smoke. So I'll go, I'm, the, you know, my, all my neighbors know me because I'm the cigar guy, right? Because I'm just constantly smoking cigars. Yeah. And they're like, you smoke cigars and walk? I'm like, I'd smoke cigars and do deadlifts if I could get away with it, right? <laughs> cigars make everything better. So, you know, I'll go do that. I'm smoking, you know, six, eight, at least walking in a day, right? Yeah. So probably 10. I would say 10 probably is an average day. Average. Yeah. Nice. To give a really, really long answer. So, yeah. so I, I got two questions. We've got to get back on track a little bit. First question is, how did, you both said you were married. How do you get past that? Which you, you, make, a, you make decent money, I'm guessing. So that, that helps. So, for instance, I'm going to tell you where I'm coming. I'm coming. I'll go to the cigar bar. I'll smoke two or three cigars, have some whiskey, come home, take a shower. It's a uh, it's sexy time with the lady, 
Now you don't. It's that mama time. Yeah, you don't have a glorious beard like myself, but that that used to. We used to. It looks like you could grow one. That's what we. can see it in there. That used to be what we were known for, dude. Beards. Yeah. Oh, what happened? Wives. My beard actually has its own Twitter handle. (laughs) Okay, I think I think you're getting your answer. Yeah. Yeah. You got to shave shave the beard. beard. No, that ain't happening. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So my where I was getting with this was my beard. My wife, even after shower, she'd be like, "Man, you smell like cigars. Did you go cigar bar?" I'm like, "Well, yeah, I went cigar. Now I don't. It don't ever stop. Stop it. It's not that bad." But how Mazel does tough. yeah? How does the how does the family handle the the smell? Because no matter what, cigars have a smell. Good, bad, ugly. People like it. People don't like it. How, how do how do how do y'all how do you deal with that on a day to day basis? It just is what it is with you guys. Now or? we've gone into the male grooming portion of the show. Is yes, that what this is? <laughs> lawnmower two point Awesome. <laughs> Well, first of all, a uh, badass air filtration system, that whether that's outside or but no, ozone. But that don't, that right? don't, that don't but it's in your mouth. stop it. Yeah, no, I get it's, in your beard. it's on your beard. Oh, yeah. yeah. It gets, I'll, smell, I'll smell cigars in my beard for two days. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Yes, it is. Well, no, so that's me, to, to for me, guy. yes. Yeah, exactly. Yes. The wife, not so much. And that's another thing is what do you think? That's not my second question. It just popped up now. I have three questions. Thanks. What do you think is the selling point to get more of the female side because i have been sitting in y'all's cigar bar and a group of uh people came in uh had their ladies with them the ladies were like oh my god it smells like smoke but then they stayed 15 minutes later they were like oh it's not as bad anymore i'm guessing it's because it's all in their junk and they're used to it by now but is there do you feel like there's something that you like can reach you said junk yes <laughs> i mean <laughs> Is there something that you feel like you can that that what we can besides the the ozone thing that I have here is check that one out is that is that is that a decent ozone is that I the right one I literally have that one in my house Oh yeah I'm buying it right now so, so I'll answer the second question. Kyle can answer the grooming question. All right. Because I just feel really and you weird want telling black, another gray, man how silver. to groom himself. <laughs> happening. What you want to do is well I'm talking about just for tonight. What black gray or silver ozone? What do you what are you asking me for? He wants to sanitize black. your studio. I'm buying an ozone yeah. thing for here. Go black. Yeah, we're, this is the only time we're smoking cigar in here. Well, we're going to need it. I'm no, going to get it. It's eventually going to filter out. That thing will do its job. All right, so black it is. <clears throat> black. So one of the great things about the cigar lounge that we did is, you know, again, we've been all over the United States and the world, you know, different cigar lounges, this and that. What makes it great? What makes it not great? My wife used to travel with me when, when we'd go to different lounges and do events and so on and uh-huh. so forth. And she would walk into a cigar lounge, and if it's, you know, got a low ceiling, you know, bad air filtration and everything else, she's like, nope, call me when you're done. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm going shopping. I'm going to go grab a coffee evident. or something like yeah. that. It's yeah. just not going to happen. The advantage that we have at our lounge is, you know, we have 14-foot tall yeah. lid, right? Oh, yeah. You know, so we have a super high ceiling. We spent tons and tons of money mm-hmm. on uh, a five-fold filtration system in our lounge and everything else. And that's one of the, the things that we wanted to make sure that we could do is you can go in there with your wife. I can bring my wife. He can bring, Kyle can bring his wife. And they don't smoke. I mean, they're and not in the That's why I was going to ask, all. is your lady cigar they people? They do not. not like neither that. one of them okay, smoke, yeah. you know, but um, they can go in there and we can have a cigar and everything else. And mm-hmm. they're not, you know, their eyes aren't watering. Right. They're not walking out of there smelling like an ashtray or anything like right. that. So just, per, you know, number one, providing an environment yes. for that. Um, my wife and I do a lot of walking whenever we're walking, I'm smoking, Yeah, you know, um, 
you know, my, my kids, like I told you about, you know, my daughters and everything else, they've been around cigars for so long and pipe and all that other stuff so long that it's just a kind of a part of who we are right. and how we are. Um, you know, I don't smoke inside the house mm-hmm. in our office, you know, I'll smoke in the office and, you know, and, and that's perfectly fine, but just being able to provide an environment where it's pleasurable for that. One of the things that is just so encouraging to me is when you have like a group that you were talking about, they come into the cigar bar and there's a handful of dudes that want to grab some cigars and mm-hmm. the lady's like, no, 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 don't want to do it. You know, and then next thing you know, 10, 15 minutes later, they're like, oh, this isn't so bad. And then they're right. asking the question, mm-hmm. well, do you have a cigar that I could try? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Of course we have a cigar that you can try. And then we take them up there, we show them the different cigars and this and that and everything else. And 99% of the time, it's just pairing that person with the right cigar. Mm-hmm. You're not going to give them the double Maduro Camacho, right? Right, right? You might go for a Blondie. You might go for a flavor cigar. Or you might go for a nice mild stick that they can really enjoy the flavors of that. And they'll try it. And they always say the same thing. Oh, this is actually pretty good. Right. I didn't think that I would enjoy a cigar. This right. is actually kind of cool. <clears throat> yeah. You know? So I think the theme is uh, exposure. So you yes. have to expose your lady to cigar smoke so that it normalizes it. Mm. Right? I've, I've exposed. <laughs> <laughs> I have exposed. So let's get into a little bit of the, the, the cigar bar. You keep saying lounge, but it's... Yeah, tell us when you went from making cigars to, hey, we want to provide a place for people to uh, come and smoke. How did that all work coming from Alvord? And was in in this, and I could be, I'm a rookie here. So, far as I know, the only place that technically you had like your humidors was at um, the the vineyard. Is that correct? And Trinity Street? Yeah, we had had one there. We had a handful of. But you didn't uh, have anywhere where you were. Point of sale, but then we have wholesale accounts. So there's tons of, you know, like I was saying earlier, you know, we used to, uh, you know, be in Weatherford downtown and, you know, and there's certain partners that we've cultivated over the years that are wholesale accounts that'll buy our tobacco to buy our, buy our cigars, whether it's as resign brand or the nomad brand sure, and then bring it in there. But yes, to your point, uh, we started out on our ranch and then built a metal building. And then that's where we, you know, put everything in on the ranch. We just outgrew, you know, our, Mm -hmm. our shorts and we had to get bigger pants. Right. You know, so we moved the offices down into Decatur. You know, during that time, we also had an opportunity to acquire the building that the cigar bar is in. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, our thought process was eventually we'd love to be able to have a place that we could call our own. You know, have a place in North Texas, you know, in Wise County, in Decatur, that we could have our customers come and be able to experience something. And also... You know, like Kyle said, you know, when you were talking about that one humidor and everything else, the exclusives, a lot of stuff that's in there is only available at the cigar bar. We right. don't offer that. So one of the things that really gets, you know, Kyle gets a ton of messages on social and everything else is, you know, I saw your post. I, I want to buy that. It's not on your website. It's not on the Nomad website. It's not on the Cigar Federation website. Where can I get that? Mm-hmm. And he's like, wow. Decatur, yeah. Texas. Yeah, Decatur, Decatur, Texas. Texas. Yeah. Yeah. You know, come in and that's get cool. it. Walk you know? in the store. Right. And, uh, you know, so it was, a, it was, it was one of those things that we always wanted to do. Um, you know, again, going back to like what Kyle said, you know, we're primarily e-commerce, you mm-hmm. know, we have multiple e-commerce platforms. Um, you know, I know we're talking a lot about Ezra Zion, but we also have Nomad. We also have Cigar Federation and those are all different outlets that we have uh, online to be able to provide tobaccos, to provide uh, cigars that we make and to provide cigars on Cigar Federation for other people that don't make our cigars, but uh, that makes some fantastic sticks. 
but being able to have a place that we could call home in our hometown and being able to offer that to our local community. I mean, in all honesty, is Wise County the cigar capital of the world? No, it's, it's not. It's getting there. It's not. But it it's it's getting there because, you know, the interest that people have in, again, the experience, right? You know, you mm. were talking about Trendy Street. You know, you're talking about Sweetie Pies. We've been talking, you know, uh, Brandon over at uh, uh, County, County Seat. Being able to provide an experience where people can go and they don't have to make that trek all the way down to the friggin' metro. Yeah. Yeah. Right. right? You can do they it They have it there on the square yeah. indicator in their hometown that mm-hmm. they could actually get in there, be able to say, these are fantastic cigars, whether they're ours or some others. You know, you said you smoke some other cigars yeah. that are, you know, that we don't make that are uh, friends of ours and everything mm-hmm. else that we provide there. But that's, that's the thing is we just wanted to be able to open up, you know, the opportunity for be able to, you know, people to experience the the cigars that we make mm-hmm. locally, yeah, at a local venue. Awesome. Yeah. So, and I have a need to provide grand themes, but but for me, the grand theme is like you can sit down and you can down a glass of whiskey pretty quick, but you can only smoke a cigar so quick, and <laughs> and, and so. It's like every stick that you burn, you're really spending time with, and 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 then it's about the people you're burning that stick with, right? And so, you know that like there's there's something Native American about it, and and like whenever it comes down to it, there's something Native American about tobacco, you know, as a plant, mm-hmm. and and so I don't know there that there's something special in that for me. Uh, yeah, and kind of to conflate the two points that y'all were making, uh, one of the things that we thought was so cool in all mm-hmm. of our years of travels and all the cigar bars and cigar lounges and every place we went to is that anybody that's been, you you know that this is true, right? Cigars are like the great equalizer. It doesn't matter yeah. your station in life, your job, right? We always said like the bank president can sit down with the guy who digs ditches all day and yeah. if they light up a cigar... The cigar lounge, right? A cigar mm-hmm. bar. They're 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 friends. They're they're talking. They're bros. On the same they're, wavelength. Yeah, everybody everybody's equal. Doesn't yeah. matter yeah. background, color, religion. It doesn't matter. We're all smoking cigars. We're all we're all just friends, right? That's right. And that I've not seen really anywhere else other than cigar lounges, right? Mm. So in us talking about putting something together, that's one of the main themes, right? That we wanted because you can't. You're right. You can't chug a cigar. Yeah, you can't right? slam yeah, a take, cigar. It takes time. You got to. Mm-hmm. It forces yeah. you. To sit down for you know forty five minutes an hour and smoke it and yeah. enjoy it and you know and talk to people and get to know people and mm. you know the people we've met all through the years again from famous people to you know people we know we're never going to see again but for that moment you know it doesn't matter the station in life doesn't matter we're just we're just humans together right we're just yeah. enjoying cigars you're telling me about you and and the cigar you're smoking experience and we're you know it's just it's just like that connection like Chris was saying earlier like you, that you don't you don't get very often in the world we live in now. Mm-hmm. Like that, the heart, the soul of that is what we're trying to bring in right. our, you know, cigar bar and that whole thing. I hope, hopefully those sorts of experiences are happening and you know, that kind of stuff's going on, you know, and yeah. over great cigars. Yeah. And, and I, and I think you guys <clears throat> have a great, great place there because uh, the amount of people that I've met at y'all's joint and I've been to y'all's joint more than these two guys for sure. But uh, ego, ego, uh, but but the in co- all humility, yes, all hum- hum- yeah. So the the coolest thing I bought a lot of cigars there. You ha- yeah, yeah. 
The coolest thing that I've heard so far, though, and it was an old timer, dude. I, I can't t- I can't remember his name. I'm sorry. I've met him multiple times, but the coolest thing I've heard so far was there. He's like, I've never in my days would have thought that there would have been a place like this in Decatur, Texas. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that right there alone, and he's, he's old timer. So me coming up, just listening to him. Cause that's what I like doing. I used to go to the barbershop mm-hmm. when I had bald head just to sit around with the old timers and listen to them. So I really, I really listen to him when, when we get around. So it really meant a lot to me. Uh, and he, he's, he wasn't born and raised here, but he's been here for forever. But for somebody like that to say something like that, I thought that was a really cool, mm-hmm. cool yeah. thing. So yeah, cool. I, I really, I really enjoy y'all's spot. I think it's a cool, cool. And, but, and, and the thing that's cool about it is there's, there's other bars. It's not necessarily a bar. It's, it's more of that place. Like, cause I've been in there multiple times where, uh, I've not gone in there to sit down and have a conversation with people mm-hmm. or I've not gone in there thinking of anything except I'm going to go have a whiskey and a cigar. But then I'll get in there and I'll sit down and there'll be like four people sitting right beside me because the way y'all have it set up, I don't know if y'all did this on purpose, but it, it's set up to where you're probably going to have a conversation with yep. somebody, which yep. I love. I yep. love that. And, and um, I'm, I'm not, I don't know that I am. I, I'm probably the most outgoing person here. Uh, if out of us, I say, I, I would say that. Um, I would agree. I, I think I am. And I don't have, I can talk to anybody. Uh, I don't have a, a, a bone in my body that I care about what you think about me too much. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm an easy conversation. So, but it really, it's really easy to just sit down and be like, Oh, Hey, what's going on? And then right. two hours later, you know, mm-hmm. but it's really cool to have that in, 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 in place. Like I like me and this guy, we were born and raised here. I never thought we'd had a place like that either. So it's yeah. re- it's really it's really cool, cool environment for sure. Well, I I'll say this too. It's really cool not to have to keep a humidor anymore. That's exactly that's exactly <laughs> such a pain in the ass. The, <laughs> yeah. the at home humidors suck. Yeah, like the amount of times yeah. I've stopped in there and just bought a cigar. Yeah, yeah, no, just for to take sure. Home or to take over to my dad's. Uh, so yeah, it's, I mean it's, that's valuable. To, it is to valuable me. because I have yeah. a little bitty old, you know, just a glass box that you know it holds like twenty five. <laughs> Shitty cigars. humidor. Shitty yeah. humidor. Yeah, you can't keep them in there for more than a week or they get dry. Oh yeah, I can't tell you. You go in and check, and the sh- and all your uh, packs are dried out. Yeah, and the water's gone. Yeah, but it's been extremely yeah. nice because you know what I have in there now? I have pipe tobacco in the case in yeah. my humidor because <laughs> I'm like, go. if I want a cigar, I'm just gonna go to town and grab one real yep. quick. There you go. But yeah, it's yeah. it's been really cool having it for sure. It's been so. handy. I think yeah. that's a good place to wrap it up. That's a good yeah. philosophy like on why y'all exist. So tell yeah. us real quick. Where can you find you guys? Websites. You guys. You guys. Talking like a Californian. Yeah. Where can you find y'all? I'm trying to help these guys. At least he's not calling us boys. Where can we find you boys? Where can we find you boys? But I think you do need to make a cigar and name it Dos Gringos. I mean, I think that's a pretty sweet. Yeah. Mm. Just an idea. I know it's 50-50, but 50. We'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, hey, before before we get to the the deets and everything else, Mm -hmm. if I can... Y'all, y'all are, you know, barbecue smoker guys. Right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Real they smokers. Real smokers. Not this pellet smoke not, crap going Not a pellet around. smoker yeah. on the place. Not as pellet smoker no, on the place. Sir. I love it. I love it. All right. And you, you could cut this out if you want to cut no, this no, no. out. But if this was my idea that I had earlier. All right. Oh, yeah. I forget about this. Yeah. yeah. Don't worry about it. You treat me just like dog. You yes. Know, yes. <laughs> shut you down. What the hell he's going to say. Shut, so just shut that shit down. <laughs> yeah. What is your idea? I like it so far. Let's do a whiskey bros night. Okay. 
at the cigar lounge. We'll That'd put the smoker awesome. right behind the lounge. All right. All right. And we can do a, you know, a barbecue, a, 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 a smoking meat, whatever y'all want to do and everything okay. else. Put it out to your fans and everything else. We'll refine the Whiskey Bro cigar. Okay. And then we'll feature that cigar. Dude, okay. Done. It. It's a date. We got to figure out yeah. that date, but it's a date. We, we have the smoker <laughs> and the wood for sure. So. Yeah. The whiskey bros always have the wood. And yes. if you need a place to stay while you're cooking and everything else, we'll upstairs. just put you upstairs <laughs> in the suite. So then that yeah. way at 2 a.m., 3 a.m., 4 a.m., yeah. 5 a.m., 6 a.m., y'all could just be feeding. <laughs> Not the a beast. problem. I like it. Feeding we'll be burning okay. down some sticks. There you go, for sure. Like we'll have to come well, in and out of your establishment with with food, though. That's, we'll, that's we would have to. Oh, yeah. We'd oh, have yeah. to give. We'd have to give it away. Yeah, we could not sell it. Y'all couldn't. No, we could not. You might be able to. Yeah, we could. Oh, is there a place? Well, no, but, we, I mean, we'd, but we'd have to go get a permit for we, sure. We we do something. We do something where it's just uh, a whiskey bros night. You know, feature y'all. Let y'all get out there and show what you got. Yeah, why do we need a permit? The food trucks don't have to. Yes, they do. Huh. Yeah, they do. Well, we'll figure it out. That's why I said we'd have to get a permit. We'll figure no, it out. I like the idea. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, for and sure. We're smart enough. We we'll do be a able donation basis then. Do you like the food? Donate fifteen dollars. Yeah. We can do something. Ticket an event, and if there happens to be some smoked meat in that ticket, <laughs> there, there you go. go. Yeah. There you go. There are ways. This is America. Uh, there America. are ways. Yeah. That's right. No, I like it. We'd definitely talk about that. All right. Well, sure. tell us the details. Uh, give them the deets. Yeah. Yeah, give them the deets. The deets. Uh, deets. So, uh, website. Deets. The not deets. the D. The not deets. The D. <laughs> make sure you deets. Make sure you finish that. Enunciate. <laughs> so, EzraZionStore.com. All right. Right. EzraZion. Yep. Uh, NomadCigars.com for Nomad. Uh, CigarFederation.com for Cigar Federation and EzraZionCigarBar.com for Ezrazion Cigar Bar. Yeah. It's easy enough. Or just come to Decatur, Texas and come to the bar. Go to the south side of the square. South side. Can't miss it. Yeah. No. If you can't, if if you're blind. on the concrete. Even if you're blind, you can smell your way there, too. Amen, brother. That's right. That's right. Hey, thank you all so much for yeah, having us. No, it. thank you for coming on. Thanks, guys, thank for, awesome. for the freaking y'all. gifts, man. That's that's got yeah, amazing. Yeah, thanks for the cigars. Man. Those are pretty bad. Yes. fantastic. And then yeah, we'll we'll work out details on a yeah. whiskey bro night yeah, up yeah, there. Yeah, for sure. Be fun. Heck yeah. All right, thanks, guys, and good night. You've been listening to the Whiskey Bros Around the Table. Manos Whisky.